you are now listening to or watching the It Takes All Kinds podcast. Yeah, and if you aren't, you can head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to us now, or head on over to Drib on YouTube and watch the video version as well. And if you'd like to stay up to date on when we're releasing a new episode or any other fun information about the podcast, you can give us a follow on Instagram at It Takes All Kinds Podcast and on Twitter at ITAC Podcast. That's I T A K Podcast. Without saying much else, we hope you enjoy this episode. Obama. Obama. Hello. Hey. I know you. I know you. I think I talk to you like every week. On the show called It Takes All Kinds, episode 92. We're recording this on Monday, December 5th. We just got done talking to the lovely Skinner, artist extraordinaire. The skin man himself, Gavin. You'll be hearing this on Friday, December 9th. And I... And I I, I, I'm speechless. That was a really good, uh, I had a really good time with Spinner. It was Spinner. such a good time. With Skinner. With Spinner. With Spinner. That's oh, his new name. Yeah, it's Spinner. That's his ballerina company. Yeah. No, seriously, that was, we said many times after we got done, which was only, only minutes, it's just minutes just ago. minutes ago. How much we love that and how much fun it was and... It was just such a treat. It, yeah. Skinner is such a, it was a, lot of a national treasure. No, really. He he truly is. He knows a just, lot of people, as we find out in this he interview. He does. He does, Gavin. He certainly does. We loved all the name drops. Dude, I could, dude, I love when people name drop. That's not even like sarcasm. I like. I feel like people are always like a little sensitive about being like, I don't want to sound too name droppy. I'm like, drop them. Just drip me out with your names. You wear like medals on your arms. I do, with little spikes in it yeah. so I can get all the names. Yeah. So if you don't, if you somehow don't know, which I'm assuming if you're coming here to listen to this or watch this, you know who Skinner is. But if you don't, Skinner is an extremely talented psychedelic nightmare artist from Oakland, California, or where he lives currently, who has worked with the likes of bands such as Mastodon, Melvin's, High on Fire, done commercial work for Adult Swim and Santa Cruz Skateboards, and also recently released his own horror comic titled Skin Crawl, and also worked with Quentin Tarantino, technically. We'll get to that later. But this guy, you know, despite his extensive backlog of people he has worked with and is currently working with... Still very down-to-earth, still very humble. Super down-to-earth. Amazing artist, could not be happier to have him on this show, and uh, he just the sweetest dude ever. Yeah, even though he thinks we're sweethearts, he's the real sweetheart. He's a real sweetheart. Gavin, anything else from you? Or should we just jump? Let's should jump we just right into it. Jump right into it. So, without further ado, here is the Skinner. Skinner, what well, a jump right into it, Skinner! Thank you so so much for for coming on and doing this. I appreciate all the nice words that were not recorded, so we'll yeah. pretend like they were there. But well, I appreciate you guys that. Wonderful, and well, yeah. thank you. And thank you I just, yeah. Well, what I said was, and I stand by this, okay. is that um, he's not reading a script. My <laughs> inbox is inundated with requests mm-hmm. to be on podcasts, and right. I, I, and I go on and I look at him. I go, 
no, 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 I don't, I can't do this. I can't do any of this stuff. But then I look at your guys' podcast and I, and I look at you and I go, I want to be friends with these guys. That's so I, so I did it. So it was funny is, um, yeah, because I, I mentioned to you, I was like, hey, let me be on your podcast. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll reach out to you. And I was like, damn, <laughs> I hope it's okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't mean to come off that hesitant. No, yeah. I was stoked. Oh, no, you didn't. Stoked. You didn't. Okay. But I'm just saying that I feel like it was more like I, I, uh, you guys seem really sweet and like very oh, like you. kind, like good, benevolent people. And so, and I, I am a kind of cantankerous and stuff. So I'm always trying to um, be aware of like how, I can, I know that there are people who are like more thick skinned in this world. And so I don't worry mm -hmm. about it, but I'm like, you guys are like sweetie pies and shit. <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't want to, I don't want these guys to think I'm like trying to come at them like a uh, brutal, uh, force, forceful brutality. <laughs> That'd be fine like. with me. I, I you I'll want forceful brutality. <laughs> I mean, I'll take that from people. Cause I, I, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm a sweetie pie. I'll take it. Um, yeah, I know. I'm not, like, you guys so sweet oh well thank you thank i, I you. but i'm not like i'm not gonna be the one to be like super like i'll reach out to people and, and do stuff like that but it takes a lot to where it's like i like when people like you are like you know whether well, it, it does help if you're the producer like you know <laughs> <laughs> i will say this like uh oh i was doing a patreon thing for a little while um for just kind of like for fun and i was like oh this will be cool i'll interview a bunch of artists that i think are cool that like nobody sees that much and maybe right. this will, you know, and it was cool, but it was like, it's kind of hectic to plan interviews mm -hmm. and stuff. And so sometimes I'm just like, I message somebody, I go, Hey, what are you doing at noon? You know, <laughs> right. like, Oh, nothing. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to interview you. Get ready. Nice. And then I'll, I'm sending you the link. Right. You know, and I try to make it fun. But it is like uh, it is like very interesting to try to run a podcast and like I don't know you know like it, it, it's it's one of those things where you listen to podcasts you're like man these everything's so seamless the flow the timing the jokes they're so great and I'm just like man if I get like a bad guest or something. That's gonna suck, you right? Because it's just like it's just brutal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right, like right. I, you're just like, holy shit, man! Just, no, they're not saying nothing. Right. right. That's why we. <laughs> I mean, like ninety percent of our show is just Gavin and I, and we'll get guests on. But like I say, we're picky and choosy. But that's also probably just because we limit ourselves on like being too nervous to reach right. out to people sometimes but yeah. like i do get nervous as well right it's, it's, uh, yeah the an anticipatory it's anxiety well like yeah. parsons talked to a couple bands and mm -hmm. i like he's like oh you know like he had pondered like talking to them a couple times and whenever he'd say you had said something like oh yeah like i'll message them and or you know i messaged him today i'm like you actually message them right i'm like, <laughs> I'm like what and then, the, and then they didn't that. respond yeah, to me but, but yeah. yeah that's yeah that it's, happens it's like that oh they don't happens. respond huh yeah that there was there was one band who i'm who i'm friends with i also sell uh vintage clothes that's another one of my oh cool five different jobs yeah. i have but um i i sell to a, a this band and I, I like reached out to them. I was like, Hey, you know, I have this podcast going, like, we'd love to have you guys on reached out to two of them. And, and they just like, I wouldn't say they ghosted me, but yeah. they didn't get back to they me. Were, they so. were busy. Right. And I took and no stuff. offense to it, but like, yeah. that's People the worst. People in bands though. 
It's also it's <laughs> right. also a crapshoot. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, like we we were in we were in band together and like marching marching band. Were. We yeah. were marching band together, yeah, band in high geeks. school. But like oh, and, you but guys dealing were marching with, band yeah, together. Dealing with music, musicians is like a thing. And I grew up around yeah. music. Like that right. like you did. My mom works at a music store. Like I grew up around music mm-hmm. and like working with musicians is like a thing. Right, notoriously hard to work with. But also, you know, yeah. kids in high school who don't really want to be in marching band yeah. is a whole different. I thing love doing marching band. Musicians. That was awesome. But like, yeah, you, I, but I know what, what you're saying. What did you play in the marching band? I played saxophone. I played a uh, tenor saxophone. I was God, in uh, the, the what's known as the pit. I didn't march. I played the marimba, mostly predominantly. Okay, what's that? Like a big xylophone. What yeah. xylophone? You know what a xylophone is like. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like a xylophone, but it's all wood. It's really big. I don't Huge. know how many octaves are on Ooh, it. Ooh, wow. Yeah. So we got a, you, you, so we got a little Lisa Simpson action going yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Saxophone. Yeah. yeah. Do you play So um do you get wait what? I was gonna say, did you play any instruments? Do you Oh yeah, yeah. Guitar and nice. stuff. Saying I was in some um rock and roll type bands nice. and heavy metal thrash metal bands that's and awesome yeah stuff like that it was yeah. pretty fun. yeah it was cool um but i i think that like being in band is really interesting um i have a lot of admiration for the fact that you guys cared enough about anything as youths <laughs> to try to participate in in like a, a regimented situation like mm. that that's so cool I it was would, a pretty I relaxed was, marching band. It was all jacked up bands, on but... brown weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I wanted. I wasn't forced into it, but I was like, I don't know. I did it kind of reluctantly, and then I and then I did end up getting into it. But it, yeah, it was a lot to like to do. Yeah, as a, I as I didn't realize like how much it was, but then like it was <laughs> it was like a every day rehearse. Some some weeks would be every day, right? Like where we'd have like a football game friday and then like all day marching band the next day how how weird what's the feeling of playing at those football games though is it weird is it like that was fun for me i like doing it but that was because i had i i played saxophone i like had a couple friends around me uh, that would like that that was fun i enjoyed it but i watched the game too and we sucked but like it was still fun but even more than that like i think our i think maybe what you were getting at skinner is that it's like our our high school was actually like as like you know the jocks and like the cool people sitting in the stands like they were really receptive to us playing yeah. most of the time like and they cheer us on and stuff yeah like sometimes that. they would ignore us but yeah. then like we would always usually do a cool marching show so then yeah. they would get into it and like actually pay attention to us but yeah surprise would you play your wooden vibes uh xylophone uh-huh. at the games yeah yeah so were you responsible for hauling that around? Yeah, but I didn't have to march with it. We were like, we were in the front on the football front center. field, and we were like stationary during the the performance. How cool would that be, though, if Gavin had a harness with like a little like trailer behind him, and oh, that man. you were sitting there, and you guys were like the friends, like playing. There like were. And he'd pull you around. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, there were shows like that that we saw where sometimes they would move the marimbas like from like oh, from I one side of the field to the other, like move the pit from like mm-hmm. one. Hey, like, let me ask you. Yeah, nothing. When huge. did you guys first meet? Uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like five. You guys have been friends since kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. God. We diverged paths a little bit, and then like in middle school, and then we came back together in high school, mm-hmm. and 
uh you know but he's he he's like i feel uh, he was he's a lot cooler than me i uh, i feel i feel like uh, he was someone that i was you were someone that i was like envious of i was yeah. like this guy's got good style and stuff like that I'll, I'll take i didn't it. have i didn't have anything like that i was just like oh you know i'm wait I'm you mean theater. style like like kind of like yeah because he's doing vintage clothes cool, yeah he's got cool hair he's got an afi sweater on Thank right you. is Thank that you. what you mean he's got kind of like a little bit of cultural cachet going yeah. with his for sure. Cool. Like yeah. that was something I completely lacked. I didn't have, I didn't have any cool style. Like, you know, I didn't have any, like I got into like sneakers and stuff with Carson, like for like, not for Carson, but you know, I did it for myself, right. but it's like, I, it was something that I could use to connect better with him as well. So it was yeah. like, for example, I send him but, sneaker but, news all the time. But what you, but what you have is, uh, you were able to transcend the social hierarchies by not participating right like so you were yeah. the ultimate cool outside of that i yeah i will say i, I feel like i didn't have whereas a, carson was the part of a, a little bit cool but you you <laughs> you didn't have to like really, if, you, if you knew me in high wait, school so i wasn't that cool to... i wasn't that cool <laughs> gavin let me ask you I a question that, was there ever a situation where one of you guys had like the bully was gonna fight you and then the other one came and helped or something like that Nah, no, I don't, I don't think so. Not with each other. No, I don't think I ever. I don't. There wasn't many. There wasn't really that much conflict yeah. in, in our high school. I don't know what it was, but I think a oh, lot of people. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, I mean, we were small too. Wait, we didn't have like. So wait, so there was never people. any. Tell me a crazy story that happened to you guys in crazy school style. Something that happened in school. What? Something crazy. I don't even know. Your Volkswagen <laughs> bug caught on fire or something. <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> Flow. no that's the to... thing i uh, like there were that's what i mean is that there really wasn't like too much there's really. like weird things that we would hear about but as yeah. far as like seeing something you know like occasional one of you guys drank too something. much milk and then you had to hold your butt <laughs> cheeks shut or something i don't think that ever and then the other one helped you because you had the other the one of you guys had to duct tape his butt cheeks and then no. right I mean, that was just like, that was a regular Yeah, that that us. happened every day for Carson, so it just it became like a day. normal thing. It was normal. Yeah. It wasn't that crazy. It was an everyday thing. Okay. Right. Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering, because you guys are, well, I guess in a way, uh, do you mind if I ask you how young, how old you no, are? No, that's fine. I just turned 23. And I'm 22. Okay, so <laughs> your your high school experience is a lot different than mine, I think, where right. like I feel like everything is a little... I don't know, a little less wild west or something like that. I don't right. Know. I'm yeah. 44. 44. And okay. I'm not trying to say, you know, it's like, dude, back in my day, man, <laughs> shit's crazy, bro. Right. The kids like, have it so easy these days. But I right. do kind of feel like if you want to have like sort of a normal, like, like, I don't know. It's like kind of weird. It's like, I think that kids were just so gnarly and like isolated and alienated and fucking angry and atomized and mm -hmm. weird and shit that we'd all pick on each other and be weird yeah. to each other. Whereas now I just kind of feel like it's more like, I don't know. Kids seem more conscious now or something. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, there's still, I think there's that's, there's still a little bit of that. Oh yeah, where, for sure. Um, you, uh, I, I think social media played a little bit of part in that is that it's like, Oh yeah, I saw you in the hallway. I'm going to follow you on Instagram. Oh yeah. Right. I saw you on, or I saw you made a funny tweet that went, uh, that went kind of viral in the high school. I'll follow you or, you right. know, like a lot I, of impersonal. Yeah. It was just like, stuff. it wasn't like I knew everybody, but everybody was like, Oh yeah, I'll follow you. Or, you know, it wasn't, there was no, like, 
oh yeah, this person's got like 50,000 followers. We can't talk to them. We don't have the followers mm -hmm. for that. Or, you know, we don't have like that social, that social hierarchy as much. Right. I, I, especially our high school was actually pretty small though. Like uh, for what it was, like it really wasn't that big. Right. Maybe like 200 people. Where, where, uh, where at? What high school? St. Charles High School. In Missouri. In Missouri. Right outside St. Louis. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so. And this is in some Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, that's not. Is it kind of? I don't know. I mean, it's it, a little. It was a little bit bigger more, than that. It was yeah, a yeah, bigger, yeah. But, well, yeah. you know, well, you know what's interesting is, uh, I feel like, thank God, I didn't have social media when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. You're talking freaking cringe stock, dude. Oh, cringe no, that, that was one thing that before I went to college, I cleared out everything that anybody could ever bully me on ever or ask me about i didn't want to be questioned on things i cleared out a lot of my like instagram posts and mm. like a lot of my uh i think it was ma mainly my instagram posts i was just like eh, you know i'll tone it back a little bit on a couple of these posts you know like i'll edit some i wonder what you were posting though you know I mean, it was it like was just... it was like just pictures of things like it was just like what instagram was in the early 2013 uh, 2010s like 2013 yeah. 2014 it was like yeah, pictures of like... trees and stuff like that and i was like that's okay. what you can't make fun of that dude no you, no it's you, a little self-conscious yeah it's a, well, it's, which is okay yeah, Dude, all right. how about well, this? Just a picture of you in your underwear with your saxophone, yeah. just like might fuck around and just rage all night on my yeah. saxophone. You, you did Anyways, post a lot of stuff I, like that. I, I did. I, yeah, I posted a lot of stuff like that. You know what? You know what's so interesting though is that like, like I was thinking about this. Um, so I've been I've been together with uh, my wife, but we've been together for like nineteen years, right? Mm. Totally awesome. That's That's almost, awesome. Yeah. almost as old as you, little fuckers. That, I, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say but, it, but like uh, one thing that's kind of crazy is that I I remember where like, you know, so this is in Sacramento, California, which is not a, not a, you know, it's the capital of California, but it's right. not, it's not rocking. Okay, right? Is that it, where you grew up? To? Did you grow up but, in Sacramento? Um, what, what'd you say? Is that where you grew up in Sacramento? No, uh, up in an even smaller white person town called Auburn, California. Okay. Auburn. So, anyway, it's not as cool as. Yeah. Anyway, okay, we'll get to that. Anyway, so but like, uh, so so like, you know, I had a crush on her. I was like, oh, I really like her, you know. And dude, I didn't even have a cell phone, bro. I had a telephone with a answering machine <laughs> with a tape hooked right? up to it. So I'd get home from. <laughs> my job when i was like whatever 23 20 you know check my answering machine message and you would just get a message and be like hey we're gonna have practice at five just whatever you know i'd leave messages on each other's answering machines fucking insane right it was <laughs> anyway but i would go i'd be like oh I know that there's this bar, this bar, this bar. And then I would go, if you want, if you, if you had a crush on a girl, you'd be like, okay, what kind of music does she like or whatever? Oh, I saw her at this show. Hmm. I know she's friends with these freaking D bags <laughs> over here. Right. And then you go, oh, okay. So I'm going to try to show up at a place I know where she's at. But if you do that nowadays, so, so, and that's fine. That was normal. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> that right. was the, that was the thing to do. <laughs> crazy running into you here at mm -hmm. the bizarre the weird bar where the band is playing you know and it's like oh cool you know and anyway if you do that now it's kind of like 
well, you knew I was here because I posted it online. You're a creepy stalker right. or something. Yeah. yeah. It is like, you're well, like, oh, okay. That's yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's I like, I kind of feel like that there's so many interesting, like social, like subtle, small, subtle social, um, I don't know, norms that have shifted and changed that I only think about now because somebody's like, I don't know, say if I know somebody who's like 40 and they're like, oh, I, I, I'm on Tinder or something. And mm. I'm like, dude, what's that like? That sounds insane. You right. know, and it's like, but it's like totally normal to everybody. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, tell tell grandpa skin about your adventures. <laughs> right. And they're just like, oh, it's just like a lot of disappointment. Like it sucks or mm. whatever. I'm like, it sounds fun. Like it sounds crazy. You're just yeah. like, you go. Hey, want to go on a date to a complete stranger online? Back in my day, you just have to guess what fucking rundown ass bar she'd be at. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's or what what music they could be playing at the bar yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I know it's... she likes this band. I know she's like, there's a party. Right. And it's a party that's gonna happen. I bet you she'll go. Mm-hmm. And then if she's not there, you're just like all right, whatever. I guess I'll just fucking get turned. Yeah. <laughs> Try again next week. Did you guys ever get turned up at the parties? I did. A, I, well, actually, I DD'd for most parties. That's that's how cool I was. Right. Let me, uh, let's put it that way. I, I DD'd for a lot of people. I did not drink in high school. I, I barely I did a couple did. times. You're winning a big place in my heart, though, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember, like, uh, like, New Year's Eve had, like, big parties. Like, right. Big blowout parties. And then they're, like... A couple years ago, I was over at Carson's for New Year's. And after high school. After high school. This yeah. is after high school. And uh, I had like a whole bottle of wine and like uh, two tall boys. Yeah. And that did, that night did not end well. Right. <laughs> oh, no. That's... you were. I can already tell you were spraying out the nose. Oh, homie. he was. He was. Your mustache was just... No, I have up. a mustache then. I didn't have a mustache then. Uh, okay, clean well. I was I was clean. I was clean. But oh yeah, I could see you just fire hydrant style <laughs> oh, yeah. out your nose, dude. It was oh. that was yeah. I don't it was think so dude, gross. I don't think I've <laughs> a bottle of wine yeah. and two tall boys. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mistake. It was a mistake on many levels, but right. I was like, I was like, it's it, I'm 21, I can buy stuff now. So mm-hmm. oh, well. I love it, dude. I wish I could have been there. Oh man. Yeah, it, it was. was it was a really <laughs> slow night. Other than that, it yeah, was very... it was just it was just the two of us hanging yeah, out and we were drinking. Just, we were it was just drinking. Co- it was still when like you COVID were, times. when you were the designated driver. Like, what would you do to try to have fun while everybody's getting all hammered? Uh, just listen to the music, enjoy my time, talk to friends while they're drunk, or you know, it was like, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like a I, I wasn't like constantly watching the time, but it was like all I knew is that once midnight hit, that's wherever you got to start getting people out of the door because like. At our at, at the parties, it was like it's, shit started to hit the fan at like midnight. It was like okay, party started at ten. And, you know, we're kind of you know it's really hot <laughs> in the basement. It's really hot, this. and then it was like okay, you know, everybody's drinking a little bit. Um, but then it was like all right, some people were kind of itching to go home. I'll, I'll sometimes I did like a taxi service, right? <laughs> Where like I drop people off and be like, okay, who else needs to go home? Like I'll just take right. you home. And Gavin, um, I, I mean, man, I mean, no disrespect by this, but you were you in high school were the definition of nice guys finish last. Oh yeah, because you're always the nicest guy, but like you never like. I didn't, you know, I didn't really pursue anybody right. like that, honestly. And you never, you know, you'd always be the nice guy. You never expected anything from it, but no. you were always like, 
you know. I, because like, I if I was drunk, like, I would expect someone to take me home. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I'm not going to show up to a party somebody, without a plan. Dude. Say what? Dude, I, if I, I got drunk, I was like, dude, whatever. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe <laughs> I'll make it home. I don't know. But I used to get because it was annoying to go home. I would sleep down at the river. What? On the rocks. <laughs> you just wake up. And like, All right. I'm going to school now. They're like, You're wearing the same clothes as yesterday. I'm like, oh, my so? God. Why, yeah. why, why would you do that? What? California's Dude, crazy, man. It's, it's like I'm telling you, they were different times, brother. That's, yeah. We would take acid all the time. Right. I'd take acid at school, shit like this, all this stuff. But I got straight A's. It was like easy. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not always straight A's. Math, I struggled with math. Mm. Well, let me let me ask you. I'm gonna. I hope it's okay. I'm just continuing to ask you guys. No, questions. no, yeah, that's fine. Okay, you can ask me qu- questions. We'll, but we'll get there. We yeah, got some questions. I, okay. So, what do you feel like in your advent? Now, here's the other thing I want to just say before I ask this question. You guys are young. You have your whole lives ahead of you. Anything you could do, anything you fucking want. I'm so excited for you guys. It's so mm-hmm. cool. So, um. So like the whole term of like nice guys finish last and you're like, yeah, maybe there was some things I wished I would have pursued or done or whatever. Like, is there anything that you wished you would have done differently, but that you had chosen to be this like sort of benevolent helper person? You answer Uh, that. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't think I, I don't, I never like regretted it, but I was thinking like if, um, you know, maybe I had played baseball instead because I played baseball up until high school. I think about that a lot where mm. it's like, you know, what would have happened then? You know, like would I have been the same person or, you know, would I have had the same friends? What, yeah. Would I had the same friends or would I have even pursued the same career? It's kind of like same choices, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm. like even in like the short in my, in my short 23 year life, it, mm-hmm. it really does feel, I mean, like I could probably go through every year of my life. You know what I mean? Right. But well, like, what do you, what, why did you stop playing baseball? Uh, for theater. Uh, it, uh, I wanted to do theater and I had, uh, we had a couple, um, it was, I have a brother and sister and then we had a couple next door neighbors, uh, or we had a next door neighbor who also had three children that were like our age, like range. So like we would make home, home videos and like, you know, goofy, you know, skits and stuff oh, like that. Oh yeah. I so, have to see these. No, they're horrible. <laughs> like we haven't burned to a seat. We, ha- oh, we no, haven't burned to DVDs, are... but like we'll have to. Yeah, these are going on YouTube. Yeah. Though they were they for were. a long time. They were for a long time, but. And then just... what happened? You forced them to take no, them down? Our, uh, our neighbor, our neighbor was like a year ahead of us, uh, a year ahead of me. And he was kind of like the boss or like the overseer of like all this stuff. And he was the one that uh, we burned that I would ask him to burn the DVDs of. And uh, I think I think he was he because he got into like high school before me and middle school before me. So it was like I think he was concerned about getting flack from that or like having like the Internet blackmail mm-hmm. of having like, you know, cringy childhood video that happened, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like it. Like that kind what, of wait, are we talking? He was you guys were having sex videos. No, no, that's what I mean. No, that's that's why. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to avoid that, Gavin. but I, I was trying to avoid the yeah, term. Come there. on, again. what yeah. are you saying? No, I'm saying like Gavin. funny vi- like movies. We created many movies, right? Like we create yeah. like we had like a we had a plot. We'd go into a plot, or we would just create. Like it was, it was very like improv. It was yeah. very, and that was you guys. That was something that I stopped and, for yeah. a long time. 
not for baseball, but it was just like I stopped it. Like we stopped hanging out with them, and it was just you know you just fall out with people, especially. Yeah, you know. I know it gets weird after so, sex. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Okay, I'm just kidding. Anyways, I know that's really bad yeah. jokes, but listen, did you do th- you did theater? Yeah, I did theater, and I did theater and band in high school. And uh, what I, theater stuff did you do? We did. Um, what did you what, do? I did arsenical lace. Um, that that's. But like you were a, an actor. Yeah, you, I was an actor. Acted. Yeah, I acted. School in, play. In, yeah, 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 school play. Um, and you did. And Conrad, you didn't go. Wait, uh, your name I, is Conrad. Carson. You're close. That's Carson. Carson. Why did I call you Conrad? I, I'll take it. I get all uh, kinds of names, so I'll take anything. <laughs> so Cornelius, did you yeah. go to yeah. his fucking? I I actually did uh, sound design for all the plays. So I wasn't like like Gavin would like for theater he would be like every on single stage, day, yeah. but I would just come during Tech Week and the one week that we put on the show. Yeah, mic people up. I would do music, sound effects, and all that kind of stuff from like the sound booth. Yeah, dude, I I'm loving your friendship. <laughs> it's so cool. Completely symbiotic, I, you know. Yeah, we, we did like we did our own things and worked worked together. Worked in that. together at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Wow. You guys seem very mentally healthy too, emotionally and mentally healthy. Well, then we not might, all we, the time. We but... carry ourselves pretty well, then. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I think we carry ourselves pretty well. I mean, like, I I'm know in, I'm, I'm trying I'm to school. think. I wonder how I would react to you guys in high school. Like, would I? You'd because I didn't you, like you would have beat the oh. shit out of us. Right. You'd curb no, stomp no, no, us. No. And... <laughs> no, but you know what it is, dude. It's, a, it's interesting. Is like. I remember having an aversion to other children where I was like, I can tell their parents love them. <laughs> I hate them, you know? And then, uh, and, and, but now what I realize is that it's only because I don't like being around like really healthy people because I'm afraid that they'll see how fucking hideous I am inside yeah. or how fucked up I am. Yeah. But now I'm like, well, I do all my therapies and I'm trying to care about myself better and all this stuff. So I go, all right, let me see if I can hang with these healthy people. It's right. Fun. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's I th- yeah, I think that that's something that like I just in general, just general population are, of, of people that are my age or like our age mm-hmm. um, are, is, is that fact that like we, we do care more about like, you know, mental health or, you know, yeah. like, like not smoking or, you know, not drinking as much. Like, Drinking something that like is still just kind of like nah, I don't know, not a lot. That it's just something that's okay. We'll do it, but it's not like. Did you guys ever take mushrooms in high school or take mushrooms or anything like that? I was so scared because I I was so scared for like no reason. Now I haven't done them, but it's like I know there's there was never going to be a random drug test. There was never going to be any pressure to (laughs) you know I mean like there was never anything like that that happened, and I wasn't. I wasn't stressed out about it. I was so stressed out about it. I'm like, I can never let that happen. You know, like, right. or, you know, we, we'd hear like one, uh, story of someone losing their mind while they tripped acid, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, like getting lost and, you know, lost for a month. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I wanted to do it up until then. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, I don't think about that anymore. Right. You know, or we, there was also just like the, the, the skids or like the dropouts would just kind of, you know, like the skids, the stoners, you know, yeah. just kind of like I, there was like two paths in high school where it was like the advanced path. And then there was for us, at least there was like the advanced path and then like the common path sure. and like doing other things rather than like, you know, calculus and shit like that. Yeah. You like my end goal in high school was to get there. But I was thinking that if I were to do any type of shrooms, LSD, marijuana, mm-hmm. it was like, I would never get there because I right. would have become this like, total like yeah. 
well, not no, doing like any like burnout. Yeah. You were, you were, you, the propaganda, the anti-drug propaganda worked. Got to yeah. Him. Yeah. It got to me really hard. I like, I right. remember, <laughs> I remember like my brother and my sister and I, like whenever my parents would drink, even in like, whenever we were learning like dare stuff, like mm. the drugs against violence and you know, right. Uh, it was just like, uh, we, we were like, Oh, you know, don't drink too much of that. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like they're 21. They could drink it. Like we were Carson, just like. Carson, did you did you take anything? I I first uh, I smoked weed for the first time in eighth grade. So when I was thirteen. Oh hell yeah, dude! And, All just young. And shit. Right. The first time it was it was a good experience, and the second time I had like this crazy horrible experience with it. So I like swore off oh. of it from that just because it was like. I don't know. I felt like I was tripping out. I, I it probably wasn't laced, but you at the time, you were like extremely high. I very, very you high. You were like, "What's happening?" Right. <laughs> it was that's the uh, point of no return there. Right. But like every and then <laughs> that like, happened to me too, where I smoked yeah. it a little bit. I was like, "Oh, I guess I feel high. I don't know." And then I smoked it one time, and I was like, "Holy right. shit, dude!" <laughs> right. <laughs> that's how it was for me. And then like, be, I think because of that, but also just like. I was kind of like a neurotic kid. Like when I was younger, I was like really neurotic and really anxious about like just weird things. So like the idea of doing like acid or something like that was like, I was like, no way there's not a chance because I was just so neurotic and like this, like but, little things would like freak me out. So I was like, no, like, I'm not going to do c- that. Can you tell me one thing? Like what, what would, what would weird you out? Like what would give you anxiety? Just in general or about doing drugs? Like, like just, yeah. I mean, not drugs, but just like, like what was something <laughs> that you felt like you, that you, you could say, I got hung up on that kind of defines your neurotic. It was stuff. like the, the one main thing with it was like being away from my parents was weird. Cause like what oh. I was going to say is that Ga- I think maybe why Gavin and I carry ourselves well and not saying that like, because of this, this is the only way you can carry yourselves well. Is that we grew up in like really good home lives. Like yeah. our I, our home life was really yeah, I, good. I and feel like, that. I sense that from you. Well, and and that's what I mean. Is like it, you don't have to have a great home life to be you know to be a person like you or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you don't have you to can be... be you can come from wherever and still yeah be absolutely. just as, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to like say that and come off like well look at us on our high horse but <laughs> looking down at you oh, don't right worry about looking it, down bro. at anybody not yeah. just specifically yeah. targeting you or anybody do you, do you else. guys live in los angeles now <laughs> no nope. we're still still where we grew up yep right outside st louis still in yeah. the same town for now for now awesome let me ask you a question i feel like were you helping on office hours yeah i'm an associate producer Okay, and so that you know what I was messaging you, and I said, "Hey, you know what would be cool would be a celebrity tennis match." Yeah, 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 yeah. Or basketball, or something. That was me. Yeah, that was me trying to force the idea that I was a celebrity into the world. <laughs> well, I I took it. I believed it. I know. I I was like, I think I got this guy. I think I did like it. the idea. I think you, yeah, tennis or basketball, and you were like, "Oh, bring Blake Anderson, and we'll." I'll bring Blake. Game. We'll mm-hmm. fucking smoke those fools, dude. Right. Can you imagine how fun I'd that watch be? it. That's cool that you're an associate producer. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. It's I'm an associate to the producer. I'm an assistant to the <laughs> producer. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, thank I'm so you. I appreciate excited. it. 
Yeah, so, so I, I'm remote for yeah. them, but I'm hoping to to move out there next year or sometime soon. Okay, and then, Gavin, you got to move out there too. You can't split up the team. Well, that's true. Uh, we'll we'll see where it goes. Uh, because I'm in pharmacy school right now. Uh, so I have like two years left. I I'm about to hit finals here. Um, he'll be a doctor. Uh, I'll be uh, farm D. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have a so. Oh, that's I, so exciting! Yeah, so I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't know what what it, where it ends up going because there's so many different things you can do. It's not not just counting pills and you know counting pills and or what is it slinging pills and paying the bills. Yeah, it's not just it that. It's just yeah. it's just it's not just getting paid. It's not just that paid. anymore. Right. It's, it's very so it's very involved, and there's a lot of different places that I think uh, I have open doors to. That it's just. Uh, <laughs> just a, a lot of choice and mm-hmm. it's uh and i can and hey. not to say that that's a lifetime choice in that because even our like our dean of uh, our new dean of our college was like oh yeah i did all these other different things like you don't have to say you don't have to say oh i'm gonna do retail pharmacy and do retail pharmacy for you know 50 years or whatever they're like you can go do whatever you want for a couple however long you want and you can be like i want to do something else and just go do something else right so like nobody's well, gonna Look at you, you don't have the acting bug anymore, huh? Well, I the thing was is that I did act in college. I acted, um, I acted, you know, <laughs> freshman to senior year in undergrad, and um, then then now I'm in a professional program, and it's like, it was I was a neurotic mess like last semester. It was, uh, or yeah, what no last fall, I was like the lead in the play called Thirty Nine Steps, and I I was. We only did like rehearsals like six hours a week, but it was still like a lot because I had to take exams and, you know, quizzes and everything else and do lab work. And, you know, it just Dude, that's it sucked so much. So it was. Yeah. So I, I was like, I told the director, I was like, I really do want to do this more. But it's just that the workload that it's just way too much for me. And I need to like focus on like my literally focus on my studies. And then he's like, uh, then like, you know, maybe I'll consider, you know, doing whatever, whenever I'm like solid in my foundation of mm-hmm. like learning and like you know doing well in exams you know right. you are the right. most motherfucking responsible person <laughs> i've ever met <laughs> for, no, now. I'm for now yeah I but yeah it's just i don't know, i just have to make sure all my ducks are in the row and everything and then the director it. fired you so yeah you're out he said he said god you you blew it dude you blew it yeah and that's that it's also it's just a lot of like anxiety of of like expectations that I set for myself. Nobody's asking me to do, nobody's asking me to do these things. I'm just doing them, mm-hmm. and then it's like, you know, it it it's just like response. It, it, it gets you right. It's just yeah. responsibility, but it's just a lot to do. So, but now we we do this together, and we yeah. still we'll we've been creating stupid online content since probably freshman year of high school. Yeah, and so like this is kind of our outlet to do our own thing and have fun with yes. it, and like. It, it's cool that we're like finally kind of establishing it more and you know like getting people like you on the show right and <laughs> definitely is like, like a, matt like, vic you know yeah it's just like yeah it, it it it's fun to be able to be like we okay we're actually on do- here yeah <laughs> yeah last month yeah last month last yeah. month or two months ago yeah. i think it was but yeah That's so, so cool. it, it's really cool to be able to like kind of establish it more you know and have like the creative outlet still yeah because like i i i'm always bugging to make like a i i i send him stuff all the time I'm like oh right. let's create this or you know let's start doing this or you know make this yeah. or you know it's just like, like we have making ideas. like weird little acting videos yeah. of stuff like yeah. little things yeah yeah oh, i gotta see these oh man i'll send you some yeah we we've done a few Dude. we haven't done as much we yeah. have a couple ideas we're working on but yeah 
always trying to create stuff. Who's your do you do you see any dudes online that you think are pretty funny? And when I say dudes, I mean all genders, all identities. I mean, obviously all the office hours guys. Like, you know, Gavin and I like Casey Frey. Do you like Casey Frey? Oh yeah, he's funny. Okay. I know exactly oh, what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Vine guy, wasn't Yeah, he, he was a Vine yeah, guy. Yeah. And like him, he's with uh he he does stuff with that guy. Um there's Trevor Wallace I watch a lot. Um Chandler's Churdley's 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 is the guy, yeah. Churdley's oh. I yeah, that's that's a comedy group that I follow too. Um there's there's a couple people that I just like have found through like Twitter likes, like I mm. just like you know. The algorithm shows Random. you things that a lot of people will yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. If you like, like you. something, yeah. And so, like, like, if you type in "I like," I like this comedy thing, and then right. all of a sudden you see a bunch of comedy stuff. But if you right. go, if you type in like "I like Joe Rogan," and then yeah. and then like all of a sudden you're like a Nazi, like like five Man minutes later. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how the algorithm like does that, dude. It just immediate. It just sort of pushes you in this direction. It's really trippy, mm-hmm. right? So like I guess I, I like I found a couple people in like the Seattle area that I follow. There's like a guy named I don't know what his name is, but all I know is like his online username is Lunch Enjoyer, and that's oh, okay. someone that I follow. And he he tweets some funny shit. Mm-hmm. There's that guy that you had that uh, you said is like right up my alley in like terms of like just like bland, you know like um oh you won Jay, the internet today. Jay Weingarten yeah Jay Weingarten yeah. yeah. Like those who that, was that, a wine garden yeah. was really trippy. yeah yeah like was he also, on the episode of office hours you were on yes yeah 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 i was trying to remember who was on that one yeah he's dude it was he's so, so cool funny. that was so fun for me i'm sure it was yeah it was awesome that you got to paint there too in studio i thought that was so cool i don't in know whose idea yeah. was that was yeah I loved it. um i met tim you know on a aircraft carrier <laughs> hella years ago um were you guys like getting uh, getting uh, uh deployed out to <laughs> afghanistan or some shit yeah yeah they, it, <laughs> we were doing a comedy tour no but um it was for um the adult swim death clock mm. uh, it was during comic-con okay and he was there and i was like holy shit there he is that's so cool and i was mm. like hi and he was just like you know, it's like one of those things where he's just, he's, I don't know. He wasn't that pumped. It was mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, it's one of those things where you're basically like hostage to whoever's around, you know right. what I mean? So I just shook his hand and then kind of just felt, I was like, Hey, hi, Tim. He's like, Hey, Hey, nice to meet you. I, you know, and he's just like moving on. And I was like, that was cool. I met Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and then I kind of just like, forced my way into the office hours universe or whatever but yeah it's like one of those things where you know our culture with the like fandom stuff is so trippy and i feel like as i've like had just even a small semblance of success as an artist and stuff is like really let me understand that like it it's just such a a weird mind conditioning thing to think that somebody is anything other than just like a person right Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like like being starstruck by somebody i met the uh jesse um the dancing outlaw what's his name uh jesco white the dancing outlaw i don't know if you're familiar with him 
He's an the last of the Appalachian dancers, and there was like these, you know, oh, Jesco White. Yeah, Jesco White, he? and uh, anyways, he was sort of legendary. But like, I met him. I was sort of starstruck by him because he's like a weird American icon, kind of strange dude. And then, I mean, I've met a lot of people. I've gotten to meet all my heroes and stuff. But I think with Tim is that what's interesting is is that like, so I used to work with people with developmental disabilities i was like an art hmm. teacher type guy or whatever for 10 years that's awesome yeah and, that's fun yeah it was fun it was super fun man and i recommend it but then um i remember like i was kind of a depressed guy angry depressed and i was like i want to do art for a living i want to be a creative guy i don't know whatever and um i found the dvds i remember i took my students out on an outing one time and they're like they're like take us to best buy <laughs> and i was like because they want to go to best buy and buy shit dvds dollar dvds and uh -huh. i was like All yeah right. CDs i didn't have yeah i didn't have a uh, cable so i was like hmm. oh I'll, I'll, i guess i'll take you guys to best buy and we went there <laughs> and i saw in best buy they had the dvds right fucking uh wonder shows in uh t tom goes to the mayor uh tim and eric's awesome show great job all this shit it was like all this shit that i had no idea about what e anything even was right and i was like oh i was so i would just go there and buy dvds like oh cool i gotta see this and i was like oh cool wonder shows and this is weird and it was like this whole you know, uh, Andy Milanakis yeah. and shit like that. And it was like everything kind of busted open. I was like, whoa, there's like a full on subversive, surrealist, like absurdist comedy movement going on. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like lived like that. I felt like that was my humor. I was really into this. Everything's very weird. And it, like I would. Tr people weren't totally sure what was going on with me or whatever. They're like, you're, you're weird. Dude. You know? And I'm like, nah, it's funny. Everything's insane. Like we're all crazy. The world sucks, you know? And, uh, I remember feeling like, dude, this shit is incredible, you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't even just like, oh dude, that was the funniest shit of all time. That was perfect. It was like the raw weirdness of it mm -hmm. all. And it was like the internet, but making fun of the internet and like right. making fun of things that were in our sort of like our suburban hyper compressed um, lives of advertising and bullshit mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. capitalism and money and like weird cultural behavior and um commercials and all this shit you know what i mean and i was like dude this is this is it man this is the stuff right, right. and um i remember i sort of it really got into me and i was like so i was always like making weird videos and jokes and shit i should send you some of my like early weird oh please do kind of comedy shit that i put on um please do. totally influenced by tim and eric's like mm -hmm. you know totally um on youtube like i remember i got a website i was like oh i got a website and then like i was all i'm gonna make commercials for my website <laughs> and then i was like total tim and eric shit like hey That's this awesome. is my website like go to you know but um but it was i didn't i gravitated towards tim more hmm. 
And there was like something about his sort of the weird cadence of his comedy, like the intellect behind it. And then I discovered um, uh, Office Hours when it first started. Oh, when it shit. was just him on a phone. And okay. I remember Sam Hyde called in. Oh, God. And Sam Hyde was just like, they took my show. Like, right. you told them to cancel my show. Mm. And he's like, dude, I wish I had that much fucking right. power at Adult <laughs> Swim. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and and I yeah. was like, dude, I, and I just started, and I was like, I'm with Tim. Like, like politically, I feel like I really, it's like, he he's just like, very grounded in a lot of ways i feel like yeah. you know it's a, it's just very interesting so i don't know it's kind of cool to be friends with him but it is also funny because i think that um the very nature of what i do with my life is just so befuddling to people but like i feel like for him he's just like wait so you just draw wizards for a living and right. shit it's normal okay. you know it's like it's like not like he doesn't understand like i don't think that he understands that like the comedy, the absurdity, the um, uh, the pulling apart of everything is goes beyond um, yeah. things like what an artist does or doesn't or a comedian or whatever. Because, you know, like I feel like my whole life, like I feel like I'm in the same <clears throat> spectrum of absurdity, comedy, laughing, making fun of shit. We live in the nightmare world. You know what right, I right. mean? And if you don't get, if you don't gather a strong understanding of it um, and, and like really come, if you don't do your best to subvert it when you can and, and, and come to peace with the fact that you can't really control much of it, then you could, you could survive it. Right. But like, but like it is funny because I do I do kind of feel like it's one of those things where like I'm almost like at it's like a disservice that I do with my life. Like I feel like I should be a botanist or something. Then people would be like, you know, you seem pretty cool, man. Right. This but guy's holding up society. Like, right. Yeah, but everybody's like, dude, you're nuts. Like, yeah. what do you do? Is this what you do? Is this what you see in your mind? Right. You're crazy and it's like yeah no motherfucker i i, I don't see this shit in my mind i <laughs> this is like a fun thing i do i mean mm. it's like a hobby like i just right. try to draw good right like, right I'm trying to draw good bro right <laughs> What, what sometimes that's all it is you just draw right. good you know what yeah what yeah you... it's not like, like i didn't make the movie saw bro right i didn't i didn't make i i don't like gore and torture porn and stuff i make psychedelic <laughs> fantasy art right right but even if you did make the saw movie it's not like that that doesn't mean that's who you are right you know what i mean no but but the thing is but what i'm saying is that like like i i feel like there's this like very kind of weird inordinate emphasis on artists in 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 these really weird ways where it's romanticized in this strange way where it's like if you say I'm an artist, people kind of go in their mind already like cool, trippy, flighty. You're just drinking wine, listening to Leonard Cohen right. CDs and the fucking beam of lights coming in your big wooden mm -hmm. studio. And you're painting. You got you're, easels. You got the, yeah, there's you got a the naked chick there. And like, dude, inspiration's just striking you whenever it does, man. And like, you're just living so in the moment. You just can't be fucked with, dude. <laughs> 
And it's like, nah, dude, my, my life is like extremely focused, nonstop creating, constantly managing relationships, <laughs> making sure everybody's happy, making sure right. everything's taken care of, making sure that like, I've done everything I can to make the money so I could pay the bills. And then like, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's the most craziest, um, you know, a polydimensional like self-management labyrinth that you right. could even fucking imagine. Right. But like, but like right. people are like, oh, but, but, but if you tell people that, like, oh, cool. All right. So what do you do? Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's your hobby. But like, what's your job? Right. Yeah. But like, what's your job? I'm like, oh, dude, I just, I, 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 I sell wizard art. Right. I sell. <laughs> but, uh, like, but I feel that like, because like I, to make that connection to you, like, I don't do anything on the scale you do, but even the things I do, and I try to tell people, especially people who are older than me, and I'll, or like, you know, adult, like uh, what we consider adults. Uh, yeah. And I try to explain what I do to them, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, no, it, it is really cool. Like, it is, I, it is <laughs> what, really cool. What are you what kidding, I do. Huh? You know, like, it's just, like, you know, cool. it's like strange to explain to somebody, you know, that, their life is regimented in these terms that are like stringent capitalist terms, right? Mm -hmm, like right. you get up at a certain time, you go to your job. When you're at your job, you are not available to do anything else. Yep, you then right. you go home and you're like, I'm tired. Now I'm going to watch a TV show or whatever. Right, you right. Know? And it's like, you know, and that's fine. I'm not, you know, it's just that like, once you're outside of that, it really fucks with people's ability to like ascertain like what it is you do. Cause they're there. It's, it's too abstract, you know? Right. Like I remember when I was, uh, you know, I built a house in Sacramento. So I own, I own this house in Sacramento and then I, and then me and Christy were like, let's buy a house in Oakland. So we were able to buy the house. And then I had been self-employed for like, you know, 12, 13 years, whatever. And I go, all right, we're filling out the paperwork. He's like, all right, well, we need like stubs from your like employment. Right. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm the boss. Yeah. This is your stub. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the stub, dude. Right. I'm the stub. I'm the stub that you've been looking for. Right. Right. And then he's like, all right, wait. So what happens like if you lose your job? You know, it's like if you lose your job, or whatever. I'm like, I already done lost the job, mm -hmm. bro. I am the, the job. I, am the job. Lost. Right. I was like, I was like, if somebody else loses their job, they got to like figure out what to do. Right. Right. Yeah. Get health yeah, insurance, other like, stuff like that. I'm like, I already figured it out. <laughs> I already <laughs> lost ahead it. Of you. It's right. been gone. Right. And like, I could just see his brain like, wait, oh, I guess like, is that true? Like they don't understand. I'm like, no, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, all right, let me get this bread, homie. Let mm. me figure this out. Right. And I have a million different ways of figuring it out and I'm super good at it. And I'm a very responsible adult, but yeah. like explaining that to somebody and just being like, I don't know, man, like look at how much money I make. I don't know what to fucking tell you, dude. Like your rules your rules uh, in this in the bureaucracy in which you're enforcing is undermining the whole idea that there is an American dream, really. Mm -hmm. Right. I guess. I don't know. And so, you know, I just confuse people. I'm like, I just like the dude, I'm like, hey, I 
can I increase the amount of um, money on my, my credit card or whatever? He's like, oh, well, that's for people that make, you know, this amount of money. I'm like, I make more than that. Yeah, right. <laughs> And yeah, we're like, gonna yeah, see, we're gonna need to see a W two. Uh, yeah, but they need to see the stubs and shit. And I'm like, dude, I I don't know what to tell you, right. man. I make I'm like, dude, I probably make more money than you. Right, for sure. But, but let me ask you, do you get fucked with this much? Yeah, right. and it's like weird because I know I know that I just look like some dude, some guy that like. <laughs> Just walked off the road uh-huh. or whatever. Just, <laughs> this just, guy's homeless, right? Just was sleeping down know, by the river. Guy, but like, but it is strange because you could literally, <laughs> like, like I could be like, if say if I was like one of my, like I have my my, my friend Ian Idubs. He's like some YouTube dude. Oh, totally. you're friends with him? Yeah. I Holy totally, shit. Yeah I'm, on, yeah, I'm on his uh the he you know he has a new show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on an episode coming up. No way. Holy shit. We're like, not to interrupt you, but we were like, we're huge fans and like, we were just talking about that. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, really? Hell yeah. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. Do you like Dax Flame? He's he's interesting. I didn't know who that was. Dude, Did you see the documentary? Yeah. Rules. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. I didn't know him before iDub's video, but I yeah. did watch that whole documentary. Dude, have you guys it. watched the new uh, episodes? I, I watched the Airsoft Fatty one. Oh, did you? That's it. I haven't watched <laughs> it yet. So oh my god, I need to, dude. That's dude, awesome. You're gonna be so on good. there. I didn't know. I that's incredible. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's so, dude. So so, but what, anyways, we'll come back to that. Yeah, show, yeah. But. With with Ian, it's like he just looks like some dude with a mullet, but he's like totally rich from YouTube, right? Right. And so, like, if he walks in and he's just like, "Yeah, can I? I want to buy a house." Where they're like, "Oh, I mean, it's just like, what do you got to do? Just be like, all right, here's the cash. <laughs> I want the house. You know what I mean? It's like because yeah. at some point, at some point, what happens is that there's like a breakdown." Because if you're not like a sanctioned in the class stratification, like mm-hmm. if you're not like a wealthy person and you don't and, the, and it's not like understood that you come from money or that you have money. Right. They don't it doesn't compute that you would have money or that, you right. know, it's like it's like really fucking weird, dude, because right. even now, like if I go if I work really hard or I do like a big, you know, campaign to try to get money on something, they go. They go, here's. You know, it's like a check for 20 grand or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Say I worked real hard. And then I put it, I go, hey, here's the check. And they go, okay, well, we're going to hold, you know, m- half of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I go, well, okay, so, but let me ask you, how much money do I have to have in the bank <laughs> or does one have to have in the bank before you don't hold the money anymore? Right, right. And I was like, I was like, is there a thing with that? And and it's like, and it really, it's like, the these are terms that you start to grapple with because I, you know, when I was young, I was growing up, I lived in a fucking trailer park, mm-hmm. like a trailer. You know what I mean? And like, it was like, not healthy food, white trash shit, beer, fucking Budweiser cans, right. fucking, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wasn't, and and so like. So I I grew up like hyper aware of these things where I'm like, oh, my shoes aren't cool. My clothes, you know, whatever. I'm not like cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have the stuff, all the, I don't have the fashion. Right. And then, um, and so like, as like, you know, a 40 year old dude who's like able to make money, you know, as a self-employed person, you, you go into these places like, 
this shit is is weird to me. Mm-hmm. It's like strange because you get to a point because I remember when I had like a job and I was making seven hundred dollars every two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, like I, they weren't holding the money back. Right. 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 They weren't, they were like, oh, okay, cool. 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, man. Now I could like whatever, pay my rent and like buy, you know, uh, um, Thank you. some tacos or right. something. Well, and I anyway, feel like, whatever. I, we don't have to talk about that. It's not very fun. Oh, for, I think for, it's fun. I think it's interesting because right. I feel like, I, I feel like coming from where you came from, you, you definitely, I'm sure, have a, a better grasp on your money because you're like, you know, I know what it means to Financial not have security. Money. Yeah. Right. And that's pro- that. That also makes I feel like makes people super hard workers, which I can tell from the amount of stuff that I I see you doing. So like I yeah I I, I definitely hear what you're saying for sure about that. And then I'm sure it sucks ball to be like, fall. what's that? It's a ball till we fall. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm sure it sucks being like coming from that and then finally having money and then they're like, ah, we don't know. Right. Like they're still giving you the But the side thing eye. is, is that it's not like I have, you know what it is, dude, is that it's like, it's not like I have, it's not like I'm, am, it's like, I'm very aware of like how much money I need to make, but like yeah. most of my money goes to things like health and shit. For sure. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, or like trying to save it for like some other future better thing or like something like that. But it's like, I know that what I do is work super fucking hard and function within the parameters of society, but then don't get the rewards mm-hmm. because of because you're whatever. not partici- you're not actively participating in in said society. You know, because right. I'm not doing it the right. way they want me to do it. Right. But right. I'm not like Papa John's where I have so much fucking money that they'll interview me on Fox News or something. Right. And talk about how you it's ate like, 40 I, like, pizzas in 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. Like as far as, you know, as far as these dudes, like I remember, I remember one year, like I remember it was like the first year I was like, I had, I had like worked super fucking hard and I had gotten up to the point where I had grossed like $200,000. And I had no money in the bank. I had no money. It was like, and I was like, dude, where does the money go? Right. Right. And then the next year I was all as an experiment, I'm just going to not work that hard and chill and draw and not try to sell shit and make like 30 K. And I had the same amount of money in my bank as I had Mm -hmm. when I made all that money. And so it's like, you realize that like, there's also sort of like some mind fuckery that goes along with like, how hard you work versus what you get versus what you have to show for it versus like, what if I just enjoyed my life a little bit and didn't make that much money Mm -hmm. and then was able to like, just sort of relax a little bit or something. And I I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of uh, where I'm at right now. It's cause I'm, I'm working a bunch of different stuff and, and I, the money is coming in, but then like you said, it's just like, end of the month i pay my rent i pay all my bills and i'm like and then i got i I have nothing left in the bank and it's like where i like like one month i'll make way more than i did the last and i still have the same amount in there and i'm like trying to figure out what i'm supposed to Uh do and i'm like okay well i guess i'll have to take on more work and do more stuff and it's like yeah trying to figure out that balance oh it it messes with you right on my level i get i do get the bi-weekly checks because i work at a hospital um Mm -hmm. and uh I worked a lot over the summer and I was like, I'm working so much. I I should be getting a lot of money from this. 
and a couple of my friends were like, they're like, oh yeah, you must have made bank this summer, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I think I did. And then I, like, I I checked the bank and I'd be like, yeah, see that that, that just doesn't feel like it was the right. same amount of like you know compensation mm-hmm. or you know it didn't feel like I worked that much or you know it right. was like it's, it's yeah. and then like I worked and I took an extra, I took a little bit extra over the summer and I would. I also got some bonuses for like hazard pay and you know whatnot, mm-hmm. and I would get those bonuses and I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, and it would feel and then, but it was like it would feel like it wasn't that much though. It wouldn't. It would be like, okay, that was nice of them to do that, you know. Um, and you're working for the man. Yeah, and I'm working for the man, man. Right. And I was like, it's it's it it was like law of diminishing returns where it's like, okay, I worked yeah. so much. <laughs> And now I'm getting like even less than I did before, where I was you're just like working the normal your ass Yeah, you're getting right. no. And, I, and the thing is, is that I feel like I work really hard, but there's people who have the same job as me, don't work as hard and still get paid the same amount as I do. Right. And that's that's where like the like a lot of like a lot of like where my like anti-work kind of comes from of like you know i i'm only going to work as much as you guys pay me you know I, i'm right. you know i can't you i'm can't not gonna yes. yeah and it's like mm-hmm. i'm That's working like i'm working mm-hmm. way harder <laughs> i'm working way harder than these people right and these people suck it, to most of the pe- to most of the pharmacists i'm like these people suck mm-hmm. not and calling anybody not out calling about but it's like the pharmacist be like this tech sucks mm-hmm. and i'm like well you got me and i'm getting paid the same amount so right i, I, I can't know. fix that right sorry Right, it it sucks. Yeah, I, I'm sorry that our yeah. value is like that. But right, <laughs> I'm sorry that we're valuing. We are dissatisfied like workers, and we are going to overthrow the, the control, <laughs> the whole government. Anyways, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I, I, I'm not trying to. And I didn't want. You know, I I think that like um, I only say this stuff, and I know it's not super tasteful to talk about like how much money I've made or not made or whatever. But I think what I want to do is sort of demystify some of the stuff because i think like as far as like other artists right Mm -hmm. and i think that like it's like one of those things where it's like yeah if you post online it's like you just post your your, how you're doing good and not doing bad but it's totally a struggle it's all right very much i am entrenched in like working class struggle and um and i love my comrades right yeah yeah, (laughs) right but like but like you know it's like one of those things where you realize that like the system is built to get us to obey and have loyalty to something that has zero interest in our own self our own love our own self-love our own health and all this stuff you have to like take care of your body and you have to take care of your spirit because nobody else is going to so you have to have really strong boundaries with people who would seek to exploit you and your late so yeah, I like this. I, yeah, that's just a <laughs> that's just a dichotomy. I, and I also just want to elaborate a little bit more on that, just because like um, your workers are gonna email. Yeah, well, you. yeah, I'm just thinking, you know. But there are, but you know, you you're gonna work with people you don't like. You're yeah. gonna work with people that don't have the same work ethic as you. So that's why I said that you know they suck is because there's some people that just don't have the same work ethic as me and right. pharmacists have out outwardly said they don't like this, these texts or whatever. Yeah. And you're not saying anything and, wrong. Yeah, you're, not, you're saying no, it's, it's just like, that's just facts is that there yeah. are just people that just don't work as right. hard and right. they, but they're facts. still getting paid the same as me. Right. So exactly. It's just, it's that where yeah. it's not, it's not like, Oh, I fucking hate that person. That person should definitely get paid less no, than you're me. being general. <laughs> well, I think, I think one of the things is though, is that like maybe those people are in their own way, just being like, yeah, this is what my time's worth. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly it. Because you're, you're, you know, because you're selling your labor to these people. Right. And so, like, sometimes it's like, if somebody's like, look, I'm going to give you $100 an hour to get your grind on. Mm -hmm. You're like, dude, I will. Sounds good. I feel respected. That's a number that I I appreciate. And that feels equitable. Right. But then if somebody's like, how about 20 bucks an hour? You're like, you're going to get $20 (laughs) worth of my nutsack. Right. Right. And so you could just, so it's like everybody has to just, you know, decide what's for them without us. We have to have loyalty to the other workers too and understand that shit. But at the same time, it is frustrating when you're, um, you doing your work, which you want to have like a relationship with your work that feels satisfying and good so Mm -hmm. that you feel like, well, I worked all day and I feel good about it. My, you know, you know what I mean? You don't want to feel like you wasted your fucking time. So Anyways, whatever. So yeah. So uh that's trading cool. time for money. That's all it is. Right. Yes, quit your quit your job and <laughs> go down to the river like me and take acid. And, yeah. But right. uh but you saw so you saw the airsoft fatty episode of iDubs. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I didn't know that iDubs was doing any of that. And then all of a sudden it comes out mm-hmm. with like this podcast. Well, that was the first episode, I think. Yeah, I know, I know. Right? That's why yeah. I was like I was like, what is this? And it's just, dude. I mean, we watched so a documentary good. on Airsoft Fatty, but having oh, yeah, him in, in studio was very, like, surreal to watch. Mm-hmm. It's so good, dude. It's, yeah, it's Airsoft really Airsoft Fatty is so fascinating. Yeah. Like, his, he, he's just, like, a very, his brain is so interesting. Like, just He's very thing. much, like, I. he's very much in, like, a, I, there's no reason for me to give a fuck kind of, like, mm-hmm. mood. Where he's like, you know, why do, they, why do I need to give these people anything if, you know, there's so well, many he, all the time. he right. like made up some religion about smoking weed. Did you did you see that part? No, I didn't get to that part. Weedatarian. He's like, yeah, I'm huh. a weedatarian. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what's that mean? And he's like, oh, it means that when you die and then you go up to the pearly gates and then there's like weed there and then everybody smokes weed. It was like it was like some uh, that th- I'm not saying what he said, like good, yeah. but. It was something as ridiculous, That's and awesome. I was just like, "Dude, I fucking love this." Yeah, I mean, guy. That, right? Like, you gotta do what so you want to do. You gotta do what you gotta do to, you know, right. cope with everyday life. So, I mean, if that's what gets them through, you, you want to talk about being against the man? Yeah, <laughs> that's it, right? There. That's it, right there. Wait, but the girl, the girl that was on the second one, is sort of this like just very brutal, kind of gnarly, kind of hard to listen to person. But it was a good interview. I don't. Who was that? Who was it that was on? I'll look it up. Okay, because I I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I just saw that there was somebody else. But I was like, holy shit, who is this person? She seems gnarly, like so brutal. But Dax navigated it pretty good, and he's totally like that. That's not like a made up character. Hmm. That's that's who he is. That's what I got from that documentary. Is that it's like this isn't a character. This is who he is. No, he, I, I've, and he's the, maybe the most unique person I've ever. Right. Well, how did you, how did you even get to know Idubs? How did that come to be? Oh, um, cause I was friends with his dad and his uncle. Oh, really? Who are these, like trippy guys in San Diego, um, that started, a coloring like a weird coloring book thing and then like i met them they at comic con said some Mm. conventions and then they were like and then i just became friends with them and see them at cons and like all this stuff and then uh and then ian 
was there. He was young. He was like 16. Oh, damn. Okay. Like a hella little ass kid. Just quiet. Really Mm. quiet. Um, Just like, yeah, quiet, intense dude. Um, Just mellow, like not, you know. And then I was like, hey, Ian, what's up, man? And we would just hang out and stuff. And he would just sit there at the booths and chill Mm. and not, you know. Cause like, and then, and then what was funny was, uh, years go by <laughs> and I started seeing these memes and shit on okay. uh, Instagram. Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I was all, that kid looks like fucking Ian. Right. The, the yeah. I'm gay and yeah. the, uh, Hey, yeah. that's yeah. pretty good. Right. Those were like yeah, the two I- that like. I have crippling depression. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That those. Yeah. And then, and then I would look, and I was like, "Wait, this guy's wearing a sweater I designed." Oh, really? And, yeah. And I was all, "Oh, that's fucking Ian." And uh-huh. I was all, "Whoa, Ian's in the meme gang game now." Right. Wow. That's cool. And then I was like, oh, "Okay, cool. Like, whatever." And then, and then, um, and then I went over. I was at my buddy Alex's house, Alex Pardee, one time, and he's like. Dude, did you see that Ian is like famous on YouTube now or whatever? I was mm. like, I kind of got the feeling something was going on with him. I don't know. And he's just like, was just like this massive YouTube star guy. Yeah. I don't know. And like, um, and there was definitely questionable stuff about some of his content, you know. Like oh, people, for sure. Yeah. But he is like totally evolved and changed as a person and like yeah. has really like, his politics are much better now and stuff. But like, um, but what was funny was uh, he. I think that like his dad was like, hey. Skinner makes weird videos now. You should talk to him or something. <laughs> and I was like, and I thought it was funny because I'm like, that's so f- hilarious. Like talk talking to some kid, like, hey, Ian, like, cause he's the super famous, you know, you know, cutting edge YouTube star guy. And like, Boxer. hey, your your friend, our friend Skinner, remember that weird dude? Yeah, he <laughs> he talks into his camera too. Right. You should talk to him. And I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not the same. Yeah. Like yeah. me getting up and being like, you know what grinds my gears? Uh-huh. Right. It's different yeah. than, you know. So um, but then what happened was he just emailed me. I hadn't seen him in years. I think that I was just like messaging him like, Hey, I see you. Mm-hmm. I'm beyond impressed. Yeah. It's hilarious. Love the, the space fuck? you're operating with here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What in the hell happened to you? You're crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> and then he messages me. He goes, Hey, what are you doing? Like in two weeks. Hmm. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. He's like, well, I have this show we're filming up in Seattle. So I flew up there a couple months ago, like two months ago. And I did the interview and it was fun. But I was like, because, you know, the thing is with me is like, I I don't know if you saw my, I had that drawing show on Super Deluxe. Yeah, I was just watching that uh, yesterday, just kind of preparing for this. And I didn't realize that that was on, like I watched it. I got enthralled in it right. with another the... another youth oriented program. Well, program. Uh, yeah, another super deluxe. And so thing. I would always go, "Hey, let me make my show weirder. I want drag queens. I want fucking crazy shit." Whatever. Right? And they're like, 
nobody in the office knows who those drag queens are and like you know and i was like man get the fuck out of here i was like if you guys want i was like why aren't you telling anybody about my show that like, we, we want it to go viral i'm like if you want this shit to go viral you need to get somebody young and good looking right to right. do this and they were like no but but you're good at asking questions <laughs> and i was like then let me do my shit so like the funny thing is that i feel like it's it's more like um just naturally being like I can be an obnoxious person who needs attention in front of the camera. It's mm-hmm. like, just, it just works, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you just have to turn it on. Like, These are my friends. Right. 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 So I don't know, but it's, it's, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that episode to come out, but when did you say that's, yeah, out? is it, you don't know. Should be in like a couple weeks or okay. something. I don't, I don't know how they're releasing them. Right. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if you knew, but um, but like I've that. been very peripheral to internet people, phenomenons, and stuff. Like um, my friend Matt Fury, he was the Pepe the Frog creator, right? Right. And so, like, I've been kind of peripheral to all of it, but thankfully, it hasn't ruined my life in any oh, way. Right. Stay away. From, <laughs> stay away from that life yeah. ruining stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I didn't want to go through like. I didn't feel like we needed to go through a whole history of Skinner because I'm sure you've done that on a million different (laughs) interviews. But I was curious to know, like, I'm going to ask the age-old question. I'm sorry for asking this, but how did you get started doing art? Where did that – why did you start doing it? What what was your interest? You know, what led you to where you are now? Well, uh, my parents found me in an old army boot. (laughs) And the, uh, just kidding. That's where I was hoping it would go. <laughs> well, I, my parents found me in an old. <laughs> no, um, no, I. Uh, well, when I was little, you know, I would draw a lot, draw my Godzillas and my mm. and my um, draw my sharks and my Incredible Hulks and Godzillas and Ultramans and tanks and ninjas and stuff. Mm-hmm. And over time, I discovered comics, and I would always draw, and I love being creative. But I think that, like, I was always, like, kind of creative and artistic and stuff, but it would kind of, like, come and go. I didn't have, like, a really super strong practice. Right. Not very different. I mean, in high school, I tried to get pretty good and stuff. And after that, I kind of was just, like, drinking martinis and getting wasted and shit for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I, um, when I was, so from the age of about 21 to 28 i taught uh 20 uh, 21 to 30 i think i taught art people with developmental disabilities and stuff Mm -hmm. and i remember like i would have little art shows here and there and stuff like that but uh juxtapose magazine was sort of this like weird art magazine that would show things like tattoos and graffiti and Mm -hmm. monster art comics and you know trippy art surreal art and I was like, oh, there's like kind of a movement going on there. It's pretty cool, you know? Right. And, uh, and I was like, cool, I could draw my monsters and have little shows and sell my paintings and stuff. And um, I remember I was like, I think I was playing music. I didn't have like a lot of direction. I was living in kind of a, an empty life. I wasn't really capable of connecting too much to anything. It was very PTSD style existence, mm. just like trying to understand what's going on, but depressed. And then 
I was looking around at my coworkers and they were cool, but they were like 50. Mm. I was 28, you know, something, they were 50 and they seemed like artists that they just seemed dissatisfied with their lives. Right. And not all the way, like some of them were pretty cool, but I was like, I was like, you know, if I don't try to do something with my life, I'm going to end up kind of like working here for a long time, I think, you know, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's a fine life, you know, yeah. but, um, but I, and so like, it's one of those things that's kind of funny because I think people go like, wow, you really followed your dreams. And I was <laughs> like, you know, I did, but at first what I realized was that, uh, I didn't, I, I had to take like a good look at myself and my life and be like, I don't have any money. I don't have an education. <laughs> I don't have shit going on, but I could draw kind of good. Right. I could draw I could ink and paint and I was very motivated and mm-hmm. I wanted a lot of attention. So it just worked out. So I was right. like, cool. And, um, then I was able to quit my job and then like, you know, I struggled for a lot of long time and, and stuff like this. And I tried to like be an artist, like in galleries, that was like really difficult because there was the street art fad. This mm. was at the time it was like kind of a boom. And it's not really cool to call it a fad, I guess, but feels like, um the banksies of the world yeah waves of art kind of go it's like <laughs> this is cool now all of a sudden this is cool now this is cool now that you know it's it's like right. everything yeah yeah um but uh and then like but i was like showing all these like psychedelic nightmare paintings about the end of the world and all this shit right. and it was so you were always doing that that style <laughs> yeah 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 boy too too dumb to quit but uh <laughs> But like, you know, with like Instagram and the internet and stuff, I th- I feel like what happened was it kind of like democratized a lot of shit where I was like, you don't really have magazines as the mm. place in which like the corridor through which you discover art now. It's mm. like online. You can see anything. You know what I mean? So yeah. And that's cool. But at the same time, uh, it, it was like kind of weird because I had like completely um morphed my life into a a way in which I was playing by the rules of going through magazines and shit. Mm-hmm. And so then like when that kind of fell apart I was like, well, guess I better just keep getting my grind on and like, you know, and like so it's like strange now because I don't know if anybody outside of like a handful of maybe creative people or people who who have been paying attention to this sort of art for the last 15 years or so like know what anything that i've done (laughs) and so like it's one of those things where i feel like we kind of are cursed to live in this sort of groundhog day mentality where i'm like if i don't post art does anybody think that i ever did art ever right 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 and so it's i don't know you have to kind of like let go of that i guess because i mean and again like we were saying you know it's like if you're a comedian on a show People go, oh, you're the comedian from this show. Right. If you're in a band, you're like, oh, you're in this band that did this album or this thing or like, you know, whatever. You're an actor. You did this movie or this, you know. But like if you're an artist, everybody's like, wait, what? What did you do? You did what? How did you do? Like, right. is that, you know, it's, it's not, nothing is very, I mean, unless you're like Shepard Fairey where it's like, you know, or you have a clothing brand or something. Yeah, or right. Bank, 
because everybody knows Banksy and mm -hmm. you're like the one artist, the right. one street that, you know, my aunt knows. Yeah. Or whatever. You right. almost need something like tangible, I feel like, to be like, okay, I know who you are and I know what you do. And or like, like the that. reference point. Right. Like the thing that can umbrella out, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I go, I have a lot of younger people who are like, hey, how do I make it as an artist? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, <clears throat> you have to kind of boil it down to two choices. Um, do you want to make art? Do you want to be an artist? <clears throat> you want to just kind of be famous, mm -hmm. right? Because if you want to be famous, just like rob a bank, right? But if you want to be an artist, you just make some art and mm -hmm. just try to be really good, I guess, or whatever. It's right? Like, I don't know. I mean, I could go into the nuances of like what I think an individual should do for their life to try to like secure it as a professional. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of that is just technical shit, right? Yeah, like, behind the scenes stuff. Send an invoice. Learn how like how much money it would cost you to do a job. How much time it would take you to do the job. Like figure out how to like if you put if you get a web store and you put something for sale on the web store. Do you know Do you know how to process that as an order? Do you you mm -hmm. go to the the post office and you send it in the mail? It's like. Right it's basically just a shitload of technical stuff, you know? And right. it's like knowing how to, I mean, I don't know. Like sometimes I'll just see like, if it's like a big ass company, I'll be like, all right, let me try to scam some money off these fuckers, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Right. But like, if it's like just some small, you know, I'll get some kid, like some kid, you know, he's like, Hey man, how much would it be for a shirt design for my band? You know, I look at the band as like, they're like 15 and they played their mom's wedding or something. And mm. I go, Oh, free. Like, just, oh, dude, that's awesome. Like, like, what do you want? Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. But then, but then like after that, you realize like these guys don't even know what's after that, what the next step is. Like they don't, they don't have any money to print shirts. No. Right. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> just go, right. I go, I we got, and we I got go, the thing that's going to go on it. That's yeah. good. And I go, here's the deal. All right. I drew you a sick minotaur. And it's on your shirt because your band's called Minotaur or whatever. It's sick. And I go, all right. Now you have to ask your dad. Like you have to find out how much money you can get from him for the shirts. Like print the shirts and sell them to your friends. Like try to sell them. Like they're like, what? Now I have to sell the shirts. But like, yeah, yeah, you gotta um. You, like remember when you were little and you'd have to sell candy bars for your baseball mm -hmm. uh, right. team? Right. Yeah, you have to do that with your little shirts with the Minotaur on. The right. Like oh cool cool that now go out there and and do it right, right. that's awesome but, that like, you, yeah you do stuff like that i think that's, well that's i mean so you cool. gotta pick and choose like when oh. you can or not or right. whatever yeah. it's i'm sure because you can't just if you have time and stuff yeah you know? oh yeah right. i'm sure you i but, feel like um, you're always doing stuff. something you're always up to something you're always working on something do you just feel like is that like a I need to be doing this or is that like a I just want to keep creating stuff and I just love doing it. Like, where does that, that drive come from to do all that, to do everything that you do? Well, I mean, my first, there's like, I have like primary goals, secondary goals, you know, I have like a million things going on. So like I have the stuff that I like to do in my life, mm -hmm. right? I like to get up. I like to do my drawings. I like to write my stories. I like to work on my comics. I like to do my paintings. I like to learn new stuff. I like to try really hard to make like 
like use new inking techniques, like grow as a person, like, you know, all that stuff, right. Creatively. Then I have like, uh, like, I don't know, say like short-term and long-term collaboration projects. Mm. I like long-term stuff where it's like, I'm working on a movie with my friend. I'm working on another movie with another friend. I'm working on a video game with this other guy. I, I got like, I'm working on, um, like, you know, uh, uh, concepts for uh, statues I want to work on. I have all these things, you know, so it's like, um, I'm trying to think like, is there anything else? Like, or like, uh, yeah, like, um, uh, I, I'm working on a radio drama uh, hmm. adaptation of my skin crawl magazine for bloody disgusting.com. And I'm like trying to like weasel into making films with them and stuff and then i have like this guy who's like working on adaptations of my comics and the cartoons and like, it's just like a million of these things that i'm managing but I, they're all in different levels of completion mm -hmm. and so like if one of them needs something i give them the art or i give them the stuff or i hook them up with somebody who can help like you know, with the CGI shit or the whatever. Right. So it's not even like it. One, one of the things is, is that I'm trying to make art and movies and animations and films and stuff that I want to see made, but that I also am constantly trying to expand into shit. Mm -hmm. Like I love acting. I also know I'm not like a super good, like, actor but i know that i could do some fun acting and it's like really fun to right. do yeah and so i just go all right let me weasel into some acting gigs here you know mm. and like you just kind of do it and it's really fun you know and then if i'm like all right some guy will approach me and be like hey i know how to do this kind of thing and i go all right cool what are we gonna like let's do it like i've been working on this board game this completely insane, amazing board game called Realm Runners. So we're going to do this like crazy ass board game. So it's just like, I, I think like what the thing is, is that like, I'm, it looks like I'm doing a million things because I, I am. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it's just because I'm saying yes to a lot of shit. Mm. And then I'm like, you know, like, okay, this person seems like they're about what they want to do. Like they're about this shit. Right. And then I go, all right, cool. Let's go. Let's do it. Bam. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and I don't know. I want to make things happen and I want them to go. And I'm, you know, if I'm being completely honest about it, like I do feel like it's a crazy struggle to sell, to, to try to monetize art. Hmm. It's like, I, I know how to do it. But I do kind of like worry, like, am I going to be like one of those old burnout dudes at a table at the at the little convention in Stockton? Who's like, hey, we want to buy a, draw, a book or a drawing or right. a thing. You know, it's like, oh, man, that that guy used to be awesome. Right. Uh, right. So I'm like, I'm trying to like really create universes and spaces and time and and uh, to to make, you know really important impactful stuff and tell cool stories so right. well and i've kind of not like know. you seem to have a really like just scrolling through your comments and looking at stuff you've posted like you seem to have a very 
dedicated like just fan base around the stuff you create which i think is awesome you know what i yeah, mean like I, I don't i follow a lot of artists and i don't people be like oh it's cool but it's like not the same way that like like you actually have a fan base like fa- it also transcends fandoms right you know what i mean it's not just oh i make art for you know off towers or i'll make art yeah. for this it's like you have art in a lot of different places mm-hmm. and i think that that's that's like a visionary thing that you have going right. for you it's not just you've stuck with one thing and done that for so many years, you know. Right, which is why I think you won't be the guy sitting in the right, booth right. doing that because well, you're I will so tell you this. far I was out. worried. I, I do get worried. I was worried, actually. Like, I was like, I don't do one thing because when you're an artist and you're self-employed, you do have, like, kind of a scarcity mindset where right. you're like, oh, shit, I got to get my stuff together. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't. Like I can't take any liberties, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, there's no luxury here, you know? And, um, but I, I was like, fuck it, dude. You only live one time, man. YOLO. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was YOLOing up and down the road, Hell yeah. you know? And, uh, but, uh, but I, I just felt like, you know what, I'm just going to start doing everything because I, I was trying to like do things like through super deluxe. I was supposed mm-hmm. to do a little show with, with uh, adult swim. It didn't work out. And I had like a ton of things going. Uh, and then, but they were through these like sanctioned channels, you know, right. it was through, it was through all this stuff. So I was like, cool. I'll get like a, steady paycheck here this will be nice mm-hmm. and, then, and none of it worked out and and i was like really devastated for a while and but then i i uh i realized i had this sort of like well i could just like make anything happen i think yeah right do it yourself right i was like put yourself so out there not, do what you want to do right yeah so i just i mean and then i and i I just think that like, if I can get a lot of these things done, if I can, my stop motion movie, I'm going to do a Kickstarter for that in nice. April or April, February, I think February. Um, it's a stop motion horror fantasy movie. I've been working on for six years called shrine of abominations. That sounds awesome. With, uh, with I'm my in friend Boss. And, um, and yeah, so, you know, get that going, get my, radio drama going my comics are going really good people like them mm-hmm. um i think that like i can start doing making my my anthology films i've been uh i don't know if you've seen that movie um europa report Mm-mm. or or uh have you seen love death and robots no i haven't no okay it's on netflix it's okay. an animation anyway my friend philip <laughs> he he wrote the scripts for Love, Death, and Robots, and then he wrote the story for Europa Report. But yeah. he's a director; he's incredible. He did Spine of Night. He's so awesome. But I've been working on a movie script with him for something we're gonna make called Dungeon Crawl. Oh, that's cool! And it's just like insane, <laughs> like scary Dungeons and Dragons type movie that's gonna be all gnarly and stuff. That's awesome. But I just, I feel like. Um, I really like collaborating with people and I think uh it just feels exciting to know that when I'm working with people that like the energy that I'm I'm bringing is like is like I don't know being reciprocated and going somewhere cool and um being treated with respect and then like they give me something they offer me their creativity and I I get excited cuz I'm feeling like a lot of trust with this person right right 
you know, it's just cool. I, yeah. I like it. So. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's that's very much something that is that's that's something that I look for that I look I would look up to. Right. You know what I mean, that's something that I look up to. Is that like that that type of like, you know, being able to operate uh, like I said earlier, but like operating in spaces you want to, you know, it's like, okay, you, you know, you start out small, you're going to have to eventually branch out, you know, you branch out just, uh, you know, normally, that's just like how you normally do it. But it's like, you know, you organically, you just want to put yourself out there more, especially, you know, with your art, you know, you're able to do that. And I think uh, that that's, that's really admirable. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the real American dream. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> the real really American dream. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, you just like, there's so many creative people where I'm like, why isn't this person just allowed to do whatever they want? Right, right. They're so great, you know, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but then again, I also, you know, I want to see people with Down syndrome direct $100 million films. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Beyond, Like I take Michael Bay off Transformers. Right bring in somebody a, a team of mm-hmm. people with downs and their friends and then let them make transformers oh my god it'd be amazing <laughs> i'd go see a transformer movie for <laughs> i'd be first yeah. in line right exactly <laughs> well or yeah that would be crazy like i was thinking about this earlier like and it kind of goes off what you brought up where it's like i just wish that the people i really like could make stuff like even tim who you know seems to be as established as he is and he is you know, like has a hard time getting stuff made. And that's like out there. I'm not like saying, I'm not like spilling any tea or anything. But oh, like, no, no. That's you know what, what he'll, I mean? he'll say. He said, yeah, he says it all the time. He brings up all the time. That's why uh, Office Hours is, you know, run on its own. That's why On Cinema is now on its own. It's just like, you know, like you said, it's just well, like, well, if it's not working with somebody, just, you know, do it yourself. Well, that was something that really, um, that really made that really resonated with me when he was talking about that. Cause I right. was like, Oh, well, my hero guy is having a hard time. Yeah. Getting stuff made. Like, I don't feel so bad. You right. Know? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not alone in this, you know? And, yeah. Uh, but, but the thing is that's strange though, is that like, it's like, it's like what Tim did and what Tim and Eric did is that they were a, what do they call that? A precursor cultural zeitgeist, like a critical cr- cultural zeitgeist that basically became the culture. Right. right. 100%. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a little bit like uh, that movie. They go, oh, that movie Idiocracy. It was the movie that started out as a movie and ended up a documentary right. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like that's what Tim has done. And, you know, strangely enough it's like okay so he does on cinema that's no money to make that like right. it's so it's like nothing right but like it's the greatest thing ever right. and it's, it's comedic <laughs> genius on crazy levels right? right but it's not it's like one of those things where i think that like adult swim being bought out and like hbo cartoons and all this shit everything kind of became like, well, can we sell a, a million dollars worth of shirts of this? Right. Yeah. It could become, I think the Rick and mortification mm-hmm. of adult swim kind of turned into this thing where it's like, well, now here's the bar. Right. 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 Everybody like, has to come up with something as good or if not better than this. Than oh, Rick and by and the way, the bar is also all the way here. Cause that's Rick and Morty and you right. have to make something better than that. You right. know? Yeah. 
it's really crazy and it really is unfair because and and kind of sad and tragic because adult swim was really this sort of place of outsiderness <laughs> for a long time for in sure some ways Mm-hmm. and uh especially with like tyler creator stuff that's like where all of his stuff all like his right. shows on there that was something that i thought was like that's yeah. that's crazy you know what I mean? that like, that's was so kind of like, out there that was like the playground for comedians right and, and people to go to and, and put their stuff out and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like flipped on its head and yeah a family guy and king of the hill reruns too right exactly <laughs> right well i think like that's how they would that's how they would get all their money right it's like those those shows are the ones that would allow for them to take risks on other shit. And that's why like like too many cooks came out at like fucking three in the morning right. on like a Thursday on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? Right. It's just something <laughs> crazy weird. And they're like, this is the only time that we're gonna have to we have it scheduled right. and blocked out for you. Here's fifteen minutes. That's it. Right. No more, no less. Because it's not what they because it's not what we want. Yeah. Right. Exactly. They've been awesome though. Jason DeMarco has really helped me. The guy who's sort of done, he's done so much cool stuff to bring animation and, and amazing shit with music. And he's pretty much single-handedly responsible for bringing anime into, you know, everybody's home in America or whatever. But uh, that's awesome. Yeah, he would help me. Like, I'd be like, dude, I'm making this animation video. I need money. I'm trying to fix it, figure it out, whatever. And then I, he would always like try to figure out a way to work with me to like do it. So like all the love and respect to, to the, the, my friends at adult swim who tried to help me. Cause it was like, you know, it it is interesting is that there's the like adult swim in Atlanta and there's the adult swim in LA. Mm, Right. Okay. I, I don't, I don't, and I don't, I'm not really totally, um, like integrated or initiated into the LA set, but they love me in Atlanta. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, which is fine. Seems backwards from where you are. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But you know, it's a, we, we some country boys, (laughs) some country shit. Right. Love our places. Um, but I showed up one day and I had a catfish in my butt cheek. (laughs) You, my guy, he's the number one, but, um, no, but it was, but it's cool, man. I mean, it's like, you, it's really incredible what they've done over the years. And like what, what Tim, what Tim has done It's it's really fascinating too, because when you see like the cultural impact of what Tim and Eric did, where it was like, it's like everything became kind of like an insane joke, like that Quiznos commercial or mm-hmm. something Yeah, after Tim and right. Eric, that type of shit, you know? But then also where it was weird because there is kind of an in inborn sort of cynicism to the Tim and Eric show. Right. It's sort of dark. It's dark. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's about it it that like meanness to it that I feel like the 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 weird uh, young kids that ended up on 4chan and shit like really mm. like, like oh yeah, you used to be funny when it was all nihilistic, right. weird. And it's like it's like, dude, it's your responsibility to make sure that your alienation doesn't define your personality. Right. You know? Yeah. You're, you're, you're reading into it the wrong way. And then, you know, yeah. And like, leave your parents house. Right. (laughs) Get out and touch grass as the kids say, get your ass out. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Um, I did really random one off question then, and we should probably wrap things up. I, I appreciate okay. you staying so long. Yeah. I could, ta- we could, I could literally go on for hours and hours. This I hope is... it's okay. No, oh, yeah, I want to, sure. I am already set and ready to do this again. Cause I have so much more that I want to delve into and ask about. So yeah. okay. at any time, 
Um, I saw, I was looking on your website, just kind of looking through your works that you've done, and you mentioned Quentin Tarantino. That yeah. You, but I couldn't find anything on what it was that you did with him or, or for him or whatever. And I was so curious to know what that was. Um, well, uh, during, remember when he released that movie Inglorious Bastards? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So he teamed up with Juxtapose Magazine or something to, they were like, we want to do some, uh, like art house movie posters. Like if they show the oh. movie and yeah, so, yeah. so me and a bunch of artists did that, uh, did different posters. I tried to make it look like I tried to, mine is the worst one actually. Oh, really? honestly. <laughs> oh dude, it's so bad. And Maybe that's you, why I couldn't find it, it. You look at it, you'll be like, <clears throat> I mean, cause I, I just did it. Cause I think they gave us not that much money, but I was mm-hmm. like, I just needed the money. I needed the burritos. Right. Man. Right. But, um, but like, uh, it was like kind of, yeah, was there some Nazis and shit and like hmm. some guys killing them and like, I don't know, but it was, yeah, it was like a poster for the inglorious bastards. But then what happened was they never ended up using it. Oh, so what they did was they, we used it to raise money. We sold prints of all of them to raise okay. money for when the hurricane in, in Haiti happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I like to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. Course. Yeah. So that's so, so that's where that I ended was up that. Going yeah, to. I know, I know. It's like kind of a flex, being like, eh, work with Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I know, I would but do I'll the be same honest, thing. Dude, I'm not really a big Quentin Tarantino fan. I can't say the same uh, here. <laughs> I'm not like same totally in, like. He's a little. Care. He's a little weird. He's a little. I also like a little bizarre. I would say this. His head sucks. His voice sucks. He talks way too much. He never. I don't like it, what he says. It no. sucks. No. And then the other thing is, um, <clears throat> the dialogue in his movies and the the shots and stuff, I feel like are overwrought. Like I can just see him being like, "Oh yeah, oh I'm so cool. This is cool. <laughs> this is a this is a great I'm, shot. I'm so right. smart and cool. Like I'm cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Like people are gonna be like, yeah, this is great. I'm great. And I just it just feels like there's too much of him in everything that's going on. And yeah. so it's just sort of hard for me to enjoy it, I guess. Right. I, I kind of feel the same. I, I was just so curious. I wasn't trying to ask that because I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. <laughs> but like, just, you know, that was there. Yeah, so. I was like, so curious you know what, to know. Do you know, know what I'm saying? Right. Where he's oh, like, yeah, it's, for like sure. it's like where you go, how can I shoehorn in this long monologue this guy has about this cool thing that I want to say? Like, right. It's just like, dude. It's a little up his own ass for sure. Yeah, take him out, put somebody with yep. Down syndrome in, and then redo it. That's Pulp Fiction would be Kill Bill. All those would be way better. <laughs> dude, Kill Bill directed by oh, that'd be awesome. Oh. Yeah, I actually feel like Kill Bill wasn't super brutal in that way because there wasn't like a lot of these like I don't know monologues where somebody's like Madonna's saying that like a virgin it's like the first time like she bones this guy and it's like his dick's so big that it's like the first time she had sex uh-huh. it's like that's the thing. 
like i just i don't know i i like stony non sequitur shit okay mm -hmm. i i do like um you know like the big lebowski and stuff like mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I just don't like it when I'm like, I can tell it's like this dude is just saying like, I think I'm cool. I'm right. I'm flexing on everybody right now. Right. With my, no. It's like, shut your ass up. Right. Big old he's a, he's ass. a film, he's a film school uh, stud, you know, so Quentin or me? Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I not thought you were saying me. No, not you. Oh, oh, wait, are you, are you a Quentin Tarantino fan? Me, me or Gavin? Both of you. No, I'm 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 okay. I'm off and on. I like I some like, of his. I like movies, some of his but, movies, but yeah. not, some of the stuff he says and the the f emphasis on feet is bizarre to me. But yeah. really he's, weird. He's he's a he's a, a quirky guy to yeah. say the least. Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan. I do like he's some of his movies, fucker. but he he bones for sure. He certainly for does. Sure. He gets foot jobs for sure. That makes me <laughs> sick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't I don't disgusting. actually care. I'm not here to I'm not here to kink shame. I don't yeah. give a nope. shit. Yeah. No you want you want a bunch of people rubbing their feet on your dick? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. Just, you know. If your name's Quentin Tarantino, you can get that whenever you want. Right. <laughs> he probably. did look, but you know what? You know what's crazy is that in that movie from Dusk Till Dawn, uh when he turned into a vampire, he did look cool because they made his noggin like much bigger. His oh, head yeah. His head was like way bigger. He looked right. all exaggerated. I was all, oh, that's cool now. I like him now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was his direction or someone trying to. He's all, for and a big then head. he's all, but then make my noggin like mad big. Okay? <laughs> this is going to be the coolest thing on the screen, by the way. So I'm going to yeah, be the coolest one. Like, and then I'm going to be like, Ah, right and then, and then and then you and then this guy and then danny trejo yeah and then he throws some hot chili on me <laughs> it's gonna be i so don't know cool. i just made that part of that <laughs> that sounded real no and then my head gets bigger so um, how are you yeah what's up anything else i wanted to so we do a segment every week uh that we call what, what you up? listening to which is it's okay. as simple as it sounds we we talk about what we've been like we recommend an album or a song or something we've been listening to this past week and then we share it with each other and kind of nerd out about music a little bit that's kind of like our 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 end to the show so okay. if you need a second to think about what you've been listening to one of us can go ahead and go and then We'll we'll just go around the go around the room and go around the horn. Well, I listen to I've been listening to this. Uh, I like Sisters of Mercy, so I've been kind of mm -hmm. listening to Sisters of Mercy lately. What's um, a good? I I never could really get into them. What's a good like album to like jump off on with with them? Uh, one second, I'll tell you. Oh no, take your um, time. We uh, take a we take a while too. Yeah, we <laughs> uh, we no, as in Gavin, we we, we as in me because I just listen to the same stuff all right. the time. I would I say Floodland. Floodland is a good album. Floodland, okay. I would also say First and Last and Always. Okay. Um, yeah, I like those. Uh, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, I need to get and into them. Do you want more. me to keep going or no? You're good. Yeah, unless you oh, yeah. want to. Unless you want to. You got unless you got more. Unless you got something else you've yeah. been I listen to um a lot. Like that like, you know I don't know, I was listening to some fucking dungeon synth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, shit. 
listen you ever seen that stuff about dungeon synth is like i I went down this rabbit hole was was of just dungeon synth for a while and i realized that what's fascinating about it is that every album that dungeon synth people make and put out is like acutely detailed to a specific Mm -hmm. vibe that they're trying to go after and so I noticed that the more dungeon synth I was going into it, one's like toad, like music of the toad gods. And then one's dinosaur style, you uh-huh. know, Diplodocus dungeon synth, ancient prehistoric dungeon synth vibe, whatever. Right. And I just kept going. And I got into this grandma's cottage and it was just like. Cottage core. It's cottage. <laughs> It was just like it, and it's just like the dungeon synth. The idea is like when you're when you're going to grandma's cottage and you make it to her forest abode, mm-hmm. and then the music. And I was like, "This is fucked and weird, man." <laughs> and then like, so I just kind of kept going into it, and I was like, "And it was so funny because um, it's just everything is so." I I don't. It's like. It, like in our world now with the internet, everything is mined and then broken down and then subgenre and then dissected and then pushed out and squeezed out right. and then another subset of this and that. And I was just like, dude, of course there's grandma's cottage based <laughs> dungeon synth in this world. You right. know, it's like everything, like nothing, anything you think is fucking weird and, 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 um, obtuse or non sequitur or bizarre is going to happen. And right. It's, gonna it's be... out there. Anything yeah, you want it's... is out there, including grandma's cottage, cottage uh, dungeon synth. Dungeon synth. I like it. Are those meant, awesome. uh, just a question. Are, are like those meant for like D and D like campaigns? Do people play that as like ambient music? Yeah. yeah. That? Background okay. like okay. music, but also just, just to listen to it's like, I think the thing is, is that when I was having some pretty intensive emotional, <laughs> emotional breakdowns and like, I was deep in a place of avoidance and isolation inside of myself, like during the pandemic towards yeah. the end, um, mm-hmm. I would listen to like dark wave synth wave. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I got deep into that too. I, and that's like something perturbator that and like, all this shit or like just 80s dark synth yeah synth synth run and all this shit and yep. um and i was like you know it's interesting because it's like i'm not feeling that much i'm liking this because it makes me feel like i'm kind of in a movie right or a video game. especially when you're driving by the way i will say yeah, that, that is like, that, that is like cool. really cool It's also cool because I don't have to listen to like anybody singing and it's just sort of like endlessly going on. Yeah. And I was like, cool. It sounds like a soundtrack to my like disassociation or something. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. So then dungeon synth is also sort of like that, but it's less cinematic in a way. It's like Hmm. more like, you know, but I like, I love it, man. Shout out dungeon synth. (laughs) I'm about to get on that. Yeah. Get I mean, on my dungeon set. It's uh, it's it's uh, Aphex Twin for you. you right. Know, you put that on like Aphex Twin. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> Probably a little less Apex complicated. Twin. But I like, you know, I mean, I I like, I think that 
I have an appreciation for shit and I like stuff, but like I need it to kind of have like almost like a fucking upbeat party vibe or something. Like if I listen to metal, I need to listen to Red Fang or oh, um, yeah. yep. I don't know, like uh, Judas Priest or Van Halen or something mm-hmm. like I want, you know. Um, or Soundgarden or something like something that's like wailing, like right. ruled super hard, right. you know. And um, I don't know, but I also like goofy ass shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, like um, Dungeon Synth. Dungeon Synth, but I still listen <laughs> to more and stuff. I like that uh, uh, Dead Cross. I like that Dead Cross right now. It's pretty cool. I like Mike Patton stuff. Um, mm, okay. What about hard? Know. Are you getting hardcore at all? Any hardcore stuff? No. What's that? Like that's like Black Flag or something. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I, my friends, my buddies in Zulu. Yep. I like yeah, Zulu. Like Zulu. Yep. Yeah, Zulu. That's cool. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't like a lot of yelling and shit, but I okay. do like it. When it's a, I think I like, I think honestly, I don't mind the yelling. I don't mind me metal and stuff, but I think that I've just, there's just been just such an inundation and a saturation of maleness and, and, right. and, and toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. masculinity the way it's, you know, homogenized in our culture in metal and right. music and all in everything really right yeah and so like i'm tired of violence i'm tired of male anger yep. i'm tired of it. i'm tired of it in me i'm tired of it in other mm-hmm. men i'm tired of it in music i don't yep. care about pantera got back together nope that's just swag right so i, I just feel like dude i want to fucking i like joyful shit i like transgressive acts of joy i like mm. you know paul's drag race and shit right, <laughs> right. yeah I, I, like, I, I like fun shit i want chaos and that's safe safe right. chaos yeah people. right i i, I definitely chaos. agree i i still do i yelling music is my kind of music but as like what you said i you know the male dominated whatever is garbage that's why i like zulu a lot there's a band called dying wish that their their front front man is is a woman cu space cowboy their front person is is uh, uh transgender like stuff like that like i love that stuff because it's like like you it's said different. it's not that stupid male garbage I don't it feels like it's maybe not coming from a place that you could it's like i could get behind this you right know? it's right. like like i would go listen to some metal and shit i'm like it's almost like these are reflections of ourselves, you know, like the things that we like. And and I was mad and angry and, and posturing and in metal bands and stuff and wailing and ripping and singing and screaming and and trying and and trying to hide my fear with acting tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like um and so like when I see it now, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a version of myself that I don't really that I I don't I'm glad I'm not anymore. Right. I don't, mm. I don't, I'm not like this. I'm not into this, you know? Right. I mean, I was, I was really, but like a band, like I, I listened to when I was like kind of angry and stuff that I still like, is like shit, like ministry. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Because it doesn't sound like I'm going to fucking beat your ass. Right. <laughs> it's just sort of like, ah, 
you know, he's like, he's like the government, right? You know? And uh, so I just, you know, I like yeah. that kind of. Yeah, like, uh, Yeah, ministry. I like that kind of rhythm. That kind of it's good for uh, riding your bicycle, shit mm, like that. Right. Sports. That's cool. Um, I don't know stuff like that. You you like uh, AFI? I see. Yeah, I'm not a huge AFI fan, but I do like them a lot. Um, Davy Davy Havoc would come to my art shows sometimes. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, in San Francisco. That's so like, cool. Bye, Davy. Yeah, bye, Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's awesome. I was like, bye. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was like, yeah, it's my big. Uh, that's what's a name drop I did, I could do. I guess Davey Havoc. I'll yeah, take name drops like... all day. You name dropped iDubs out of nowhere. I was not yeah. ready for that one. Name drop. Yeah, yeah. Weren't expecting that, huh? No, not no. at all. I had no idea. Especially... Dude, I'm excited about this to be on that shit. I think yeah. he's gonna keep doing it too because I love Dax. Like, I think Dax is a very special, cool person, and I want. He's so unique, um, right. and he's so sweet. And and you guys would all get along really good too. You'd all be a sweetie pie. You'd be a sweetie oh. pie thruple. <laughs> well, but yeah. like, uh, but like, I want him to keep doing that show, and I want him to be. I don't want him. I, you know what it is? Is like sometimes I I meet people, and I'm like, I don't, I I I don't feel like I can protect you against the world in which I want to. Yeah, I feel like a very paternal instinct over people right and so i met him i'm like oh man and and i was just like oh how do i convince ian you know idubs how do i convince him to keep this show going so that this guy has like a job so that he doesn't (laughs) go like sell ice cream or Mm -hmm. whatever to people who are like what's wrong with you fucking weirdo right right and um but i think it's gonna be all right i think it's gonna be okay that's part of my my therapy too is just letting go let go mm-hmm. and let god boys yep yeah i feel you on that yeah and so the more i'm letting go and i don't have the anxiety and um who was it uh terrence mckenna are you familiar with terrence mckenna the 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 mushroom druggy philosopher guy he Not goes the top of my head everybody has these conspiracy theories that's his voice it's how he sounds like <laughs> people think that there there are people conspiring against them mm-hmm. but what if there are po- people conspiring for you <laughs> sounds like yoda was, yeah and was, the oh dude yoda. he's a he was an ethnobotanist weird. according to google oh yeah he took mushrooms that's what that means <laughs> that's a, but, well, that's uh, what it says naturally I, occurring psychedelic plants right but i love i love him. he's like what if they're conspiring on your behalf? <laughs> so that's I don't awesome. know. I kind of think that's cool. And that's sort of like having faith is very difficult if you're a crumpled little man like me. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's important to try and to try to live with the idea that there is a possibility for something better, even if all the evidence points to it, maybe not being true. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And that's called delusions, yep. boys and girls. You're del- you're delusional. That's what. That's all it is. It's all a delusion. <laughs> hey man, I'm living that delusional shit, bro. <laughs> hey, I'm living. Hey, that's what on. Peace, love, unity, <laughs> rave out, baby. Right. But, um. So, what time is it there? It's really late. Eight, nine, ten. It's eleven now for you. Yeah. Ten. 
so let's we'll fire off our music suggestions real quick and get, oh, and yeah. get out of here. What what are you listening to, Gavin? So this week, um, so just a little backstory. I went and saw uh the Eternal Daughter, which has uh Tilda Swinton in it. Okay. Um, she plays an older self, an old person of herself, and like a young herself. She plays herself, not herself, but a character. Um, and it's an A twenty four movie, and we went to watch. We went to go watch it at Plaza Frontenac. They have a theater there. And that was like the only theater in the area that they were playing it. And beforehand, we came in really early and they were playing short films and like, you know, trivia and stuff like that that was on screen. Um, and my friend noticed that there was this band called Kiro Kiro Benito um, who sang the, uh, you know, how many shrimps do you have to eat before you make your skin turn pink? Eat too much and you'll get sick. Shrimps are pretty rich. And it's like, that was like a TikTok song for a while. Oh, I see. Um, again, a lot of stuff that I recommend Skinner for a record is is from TikTok or something related to it. But <laughs> that's just uh, that's just the way you go the on cookie TikTok crumbles. A lot, huh? uh, I, I, hope I do. But it. so what I end up. So my friend was like, "Okay, I know what that's." He's like, "You probably know this song." So I knew what that song was, and they were playing that. They were playing a song, another song on the trivia screen. And uh, then he was like, I think you would really like Time and Place by Kira Kira Benito. And I listened to it and it's very much exactly the type of vibe that I was going for. Uh, there's a couple really strange points. It's very <coughs> like, uh, like really weird, like overlay and like just horrible sounds get made on this album. Hmm. Um, but it's very like it's chaotic. Good. It's what good. Kind of what genre? Uh, I think this it? one's more like alt or like like indie pop kind of it's like it, synth pop no just okay, like just very pop. like indie pop okay. just like you know it's it's, it's it exists in its own area <laughs> she has a british accent and i know that can be like that that's kind of hard to listen to sometimes but <laughs> but, but <laughs> some, some people like i don't know like my friend was like she like her voice her british accent comes out very much in these songs and it's okay. like it's kind of hard to listen to can you give us a sample uh sing it or play it yeah no <laughs> just sing it just sing it uh, my daddy, my daddy is playing yeah. with his balls. I think I smell the rain again. I see the laser getting dewy. You know, like stuff. Like I don't that. think that's British yeah. enough. No, I mean that's how she sounds. Though. She's oh, very, okay. yeah, she's very, she's good. She's a, she's really good. I, I enjoy her. She's, uh, they're from London, I think. So, nice. Um, you yeah. sound like you're from London. Uh, yeah, you're London. Bit, you're a bit on a London, aren't you? London. A little, little bit of a London accent. Well, I am I I I'm gonna be a little bit boring this week because so this month for for December, I'm a big fan of Christmas music. I've always been big a big holiday like, guy. Yeah, big ho- well, a big holiday guy. Trans Siberian Christmas. Yeah, dude. Well, I do like that. They're not my favorite, but I do like them. <laughs> I like I like Mannheim Steamroller better. I'm more of a but, Wait, how does that one go again? That song. Wait, but Mannheim Steamroller had like a hit. They had a few, yeah, all Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think Trans Siberian Orchestra was the same. Yeah, Trans Siberian Orchestra is more like it was more like a rock opera style music, whereas like Mannheim Man Steamroller Hunt. was a little bit more like electronic, synthy kind of yeah. weird stuff, <laughs> goofy, goofy yeah. stuff. But I like. Stuff. Yeah, so I'm I'm a I've always been a big Christmas fan, and so throughout the month of December, leading up to Christmas, uh, I'm going to recommend Christmas music. And so this week, I am recommending the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack by the Vince 
uh, Giardi Trio, I think is how you pronounce it. Really good just to put on in the background. I mean, it's all beautiful music way ahead of its time. Um, but that's that's what? what I've been listening to this week. Okay. Yeah. It's a good album. If you're if you're a Christmas guy, Skinner, I don't I don't I don't peg you to be a, a Christmas man, but I could be wrong. Well the best part of Christmas <laughs> is making the children happy when you drop off the bicycles oh. to them where they're at in the burn victims unit at the no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, you had me for a minute. I know you're a charitable no, but, guy. No, but so. there yeah, was, hey. but it, it was a it was a ritual that I would do, mm. where I would buy bicycles with Christy, and then drop them off at the children's uh, hospital. That's awesome for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a couple of years since I've done that. Maybe it's time mm. to bring that back. Yeah, that's 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 an awesome thing to do. It's better yeah, than what I've done. Find, there, dude, it's it's not even that expensive. You just find like a tweaker who's got a bunch of bikes and then you just <laughs> hey, how much for all of them? Right. Ten dollars. I'm just kidding, mate. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mate. Well, Skinner, this was an absolute pleasure having you on. Yeah. This was so was. much fun. Yeah. 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 Was it not for you? Did we fuck up? Fuck yeah, it was for me. Yeah, it was for me. You can tell like, me if it was bad. You yeah. don't have to come back on again. We're from the Midwest. This We're nothing. Was a, this nothing was special. one of my favorites because I feel like oh, I'm good. just getting to hang out with you guys. Like, I don't feel like there's any pretense. I'm not trying right. to sell anything. I'm not trying to. I think that's the thing is um, I want authentic connections. And yeah. I don't and I don't want to. And I, I think that that's really hard to get in the podcast world because right. everybody's cool right well right because like i mean we're we're just two guys having fun and talking to fun people whenever we can so yeah. like we don't have any agenda like we'll we'll write out like a a questionnaire more like interview style that's more just for backup we don't want to we don't want to yeah, keep don't it want like that. strict interview <laughs> we like but because so i'm with you like i love that just like just two people hanging out or three people hanging yeah. out and just having fun and just talking about whatever. it was pretty cool i wonder if people will find it to be cool or boring i hope they find it cool yeah it's i i you know i like making the stuff uh, you know i like to consume so i hope there's at least a few people out there like me yeah but yeah and you make I cool hope, stuff so you got that right. going for you, thank you. <laughs> yeah but seriously thank you for coming on and doing this we we will definitely have to have you back on again sometime of course anytime and it's been uh it's been amazing getting to know you guys and yeah i wish you the best and uh i love my boys very deeply so we love you go too easy. all right we will Make see sure you soon yeah, oh, yeah and if if we're ever out in the area we will let you know so yeah. we can get together i haven't been so i need to i need to get out, there. Come out come out to oakland california where i live we'll do it we'll fly <laughs> out tomorrow i'm gonna i'm gonna do an athletics game actually <laughs> yeah take Take, take some time. Yeah. Take some time. <laughs> give me, give me some lead up time. All right. So do you want so. me to just log out and press leave on here? or do you? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, do whatever you need to. If you feel like you can do it. You know, close the laptop really, you know, like, <laughs> God damn it, and close the laptop really hard. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Fuck, that was terrible. <laughs> Who did that to you? No, nobody. Not, no. <laughs> we were saying you should do that yeah, to us. Yeah, you should do that to us. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fuck this, bro. <laughs> Ah, oh. ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. Goodbye, bye.